listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Show you bitches how to do this shit. Stand back while I demonstrate. Pussy worth like a million dollars. I think your nigga got expensive taste. I'm not a bum bitch. I'm a boss bitch. You sideline. I'm center stage. I don't even get involved with it if you don't make me come, if you don't get me paid. It's not the money, then it's goofy gone. Deal your man with my mm on. With my whole team, bad bitches, and that Louboutin, our uniform. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That's right. All my bitches rolling. Um, rolling. And- rolling. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we're in the house on a, a very special Monday edition of the show. Yes. Uh, got two of our favorite people on. Um, I don't think we've ever had them on at the same time. No. Um, which is no. Ir- ironic because we shout y'all out all the time. Uh, you know, you guys went on and, uh, did- I mean, Mm-hmm. I think y'all had Leslie on right after we launched Safety Pit Box, but I wasn't paying attention. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think we, you know, we may have reviewed uh, Get Out. You know, we may have reviewed Get Out together. That's also true. You yeah. know, I didn't get asked to that party, so you know, whatever. Uh, thank God. Asked. Thank God, because uh, it would have been she would have been just <laughs> pissing all on our party. We had a good party, laughing at these white folks, and Leslie would have been like, mm-mm uh so yeah man uh but but you know you guys uh are two of our favorite people in the world yes um and we are happy to have you but if you guys out there are living under a rock i don't know um it is uh leslie and marissa from the safety pin box which we talk about all the time mm-hmm. uh safetypinbox.com it's a great box for people who want to be allies uh and uh to get educated uh and to get that monthly subscription uh mm-hmm. going so that y'all can get some tasks every month and go out and actually help change the world and be a better person uh you know through actions and not just uh you know not just talking about it uh how y'all doing we're calling us we're saying nigger so, <laughs> or that wait hold on say that again Marissa. you broke up a little bit i said or saying nigger that you could you could mm. get safety box 10 box instead of that mm. instead of that indeed it's a toss up, can we really? can we send bill maher a uh a safety pin box i feel like i literally it. was just thinking about what it would be like if we were like on his show oh you uh totally different than how it went you know <laughs> totally different i was like i'm not talking about you i'm not talking about you yeah yeah you're the, you're cool. i'm just talking about a schmil schmeyer who likes to say nigger <laughs> i think uh i think a lot of people wanted uh nwa or ice cube to be on there but we kind of got like um not full disney ice cube we got like 22 <laughs> we got close. 22 jump we street got, like, yeah. Ride along. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got like ride along 22 jump street like you know quasi adorable ice cube like you could like right. not that bill maher would have dared are we there yet? right right not quite are we there yet before that but still yeah, yeah. like bill maher wouldn't have like pinched his cheeks because that's like when you get <laughs> full when you get full disney ice cube you just want like ah, get in there but he got like you know you you would just want to like shake your head at him ice cube you know so he got a stern talking to and i'm sure his racism is cured so white people can continue was to watch the stern, show though? was it stern uh yeah it was a stern talking to have you ever seen leave it to beaver oh wait you don't stern? I don't. I'm, I'm just trying to think of when my mom gave me a stern talking to and was like now i know you fucked up but i'm not talking about you marissa mm. i'm not talking about you but uh people like somebody you. hypothetically grounded 
Also, when my mom disciplined me sternly, it didn't start with <laughs> telling her that I already heard what she had to say already. So listen, that's how white kids talk to their parents. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it all makes sense now. Well, I'm gonna tell you like this. Bill uh, like how white kids talk to their parents. I I thought was the most amazing part of this is uh, I can continue to be disappointed because my original thought, and I think most people that are familiar with Bill Maher my original thought was why the fuck would he apologize he just gonna double down on that shit like this i yeah. all like after that point after the fact that he apologized i immediately was like okay well this what the fuck is happening right now like i know that this is gonna go way easier for him because i thought he could have got away with coming back next week and doing the whole monologue in blackface and then calling and everybody that fine. didn't laugh uh pussies and shit like he always does when people don't think he's funny he's always like oh you guys are liberal and that's why you won't laugh it's like oh your shit's not funny so i thought he was gonna double down i can't even believe uh he let ice cube pretend to talk to him like that um well that's only because of black twitter though rod that's the difference right that's true is that black twitter is here now and that changes the landscape and the consequences of folks actions especially if they're in a consumable media platform so that's the difference it wasn't just his mentions was trash (laughs) yeah i contributed some i contributed to a few you know what's wild with with it too though after all that shit though like the whole process just felt like it was about white people yeah the whole time like i I never got into the whole like and then it's like you know the number one question white people would ask me when they would because they would find me via twitter and be like leave bill alone and shit now and they would always ask like so are you saying he's racist i'm like oh you just want me to say yes or no so you can go back to watching you don't give a fuck like, you know what I mean? If I say yes, you're going to be like, you guys think everyone's racist. If I say no, you're like, well, then leave them alone. I just want to watch the show. But at the end of the day, you don't give a fuck about us or no. any of the stuff he said. So it, it just all felt so sad. And to see all those, like, black people jump up in front of it and be like, y'all didn't care when they took down Abraham Lincoln at the theater. Ah! And I'm like, uh, nobody, <laughs> what are you what, doing? What, what the fuck are we talking about here? Yeah, and, he's and, not going to lose his job. No, and the conversation is never I'm about like, us. Oh, go ahead i'm sorry sweetie i'll let you into a little secret verse and i have learned which is that if there's one thing white people are the worst at it's not centering themselves like mm-hmm. they are almost pathologically incapable of not centering themselves yeah. even we have our like at like q a once a month and like even the questions they ask we'll just be like why why do, why are we still talking about the white people though yeah you know because their their biggest fear i think deep down the question they don't want to ask but they know it's the only question that's relevant is okay so what do i need to do and what do i need to give up and don't nobody want to get to that point so you gotta ask, you gotta hear every fucking question before the before the the action like okay so what all right fuck it all right i've been benefiting i it was racist what you want me to do you want me to stop watching you want some money what is it like it's like they start freaking out and you're just like i was at this dude's races and fuck him i was really that's all i had to add to the conversation yeah and also i think too white guilt is a real thing and white people don't know how to deal with white guilt mm. and anybody in a privileged group just automatically panic whenever it's pointed out to them like you're wrong for saying that you're privileged right you can acknowledge that you're privileged say okay yeah i am and like you said the problem comes now what do we do yeah and it's like well 
you do know that you have to give something up and you have to look at things in a different light. And that's when you come to the resistance and that's when it, it comes to what about me and that's when you deal with the white tears and it's a thing it, and it's a thing, like I said before, it's a big ass circle. And that's why I'm like I don't get paid to teach white people how to have compassion about anything other than whiteness because it's a circle. Because every time you meet a fresh new white person, it's starting from scratch. Yep. You know, for real. It's, it's like every time you meet a fresh white person, it's the, okay, okay, cool. Becky has passed the class. She understands. You know, she still fuck up a little bit, but at least we not, you know, we don't have to cry of a session. And as soon as you get Becky out the door, here come Barbara. Right. And with Barbara hits, you got to go through, Barbara. it's about me. It's, it, it's about me. Right. What, I, I love you people. You know, you got, you got <laughs> to go through the whole thing and you're like, well, goddamn, I'm not doing this for free. And that's the thing. People want you to do this across social media. No, no, right. no. You're not wasting my time. You're not mentally breaking me down, spiritually breaking me down. You're not doing that for free. And then get mad when you had a nerd to be like, I'm exhausted and I can't do this. They'd be like, well, see, this is why I'm racist. She's like, what? Oh, it's now it's my fault. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know? Listen, that's why we had to put everything behind a paywall for us. And it's one directional. Yeah. So, you know, you we're we're starting to do SPB live and get out there and do workshops and stuff. And Leslie asked me, she said, "You want to do workshops?" I said, "Hell no." I was like, "That's gonna be a solid doll for me because uh, my communication with white folks needs to be one directional. Right? You could read my shit, and you could pay me for it, and then we'll give you an hour every every month that you can ask me questions." through my own platform where if you say some fuck shit, I don't have to respond to it. Like that's the only way you're interacting with me. But yeah, I mean, like Heron said, like the script is so predictable. That's how we even have a business or a business model. Cause it's like the, every white person thinks they're a special snowflake, but right. it's like, no, the shit white supremacy is pathological. Y'all believe a pathology. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like the guilt that's cute or whatever, but like, uh, your guilt isn't going to save us. It's not nope. going to help us. It's not going to stop bullets. So how do we move past that, you know, so you can acknowledge the, the fuck up, acknowledge the shit and change. But it's just hella funny to me because I feel like white folks would be the first people to be like, freedom isn't free. Right. Okay, nigga. But right. you, you want this liberation for free? Like, but what are you, what are you really saying? I don't, so, I can say like, I don't like Bill Maher saying house nigga and I'll get freedom of speech. And I'm like, but wasn't I using my freedom of speech? What, what is the, what is the chicken and the egg start here, dog? I, I, when, when is it my turn? I told a joke about, you know, allies in the wake yes. of this shit. And this squirrel was like, comedy is sacred. <laughs> so my joke doesn't count. Like I'm it's trying a, to figure out, girl, you, you came into my mentions cause of a joke I told to tell me that comedy is sacred. You were literally, oh you were literally doing comedy, like it. What, literally, the irony is just it's it's so much, man. I, today, um, so uh, I I found this old article because somebody was saying uh, someone retweeted me from a long time ago, uh, and I said uh, if you guys ever want to uh, facetiously, but I'm serious, if you guys ever want to see the articles that you have helped contribute to, put your at handle into Google. <laughs> And then, and then, and then click the news, the news, like, cause you know, at the top it says, like, you know, search results, uh, Mm -hmm. or whatever, like, uh, you know, videos that click the one that says news. If you guys are on social media Mm -hmm. and 
you'll see how many people have used your article your tweets Mm -hmm. for their articles and it's uh, my (laughs) mine are the worst because half the time like it's a joke and they take the joke serious and they're like people were outraged when kevin hart (laughs) said and i'm like i my joke was thousand tweets but you you missed the point i'm like my joke was kevin hart too short to 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 see over that stand and they're like wow they were really upset at his comments (laughs) um so like those are like the worst but then like occasionally somebody will take like a string of tweets or something and just like literally make a whole article Mm -hmm. so someone made a whole article off of uh and if you people listen to the show for a while the episode where we talked about um well, I talked about John Stewart and how he went viral easier than uh, Trevor Noah and Larry Wilmore because he's a white dude. And right. regardless of how you feel about funny and all that other shit, end of the day, white people feel more comfortable sharing the woke white man. Uh, and, and I wasn't even talking about the funny videos. I was talking about the serious ones, the ones like in the wake of Baltimore riots, in the wake of Mike Brown getting shot, like you know john stewart's on the air and it's always that like solemn you know like you know professorial like angry he's angry he's passionate there's no jokes for five minutes and the audience like the the audience is just watching him like perform this grief and all this shit and this is not to admonish that man i don't really know his heart or give a fuck but it is it was it's interesting because that shit gets shared millions of times like every every website start like you go on and i'm like forget just your individuals because your individuals get the signal from raw story mediaite facebook like all these all these corporations go look at this video of this white man grieving and then you go oh i gotta share this this is how i feel black people we all like all of us feel this way and we and we share this thing right um and it seems to be more organic but it's you know it's, it's a corporate structure like it that's how it happens I was like, this happens a lot less when it's black people. That's all I'm saying. If if Trevor Noah, I watch The Daily Show. If he does one of those type of segments, if he just has a good monologue, less likely to see that on the front page of places now compared to when it was Jon Stewart. Even after Jon Stewart stopped being so funny and people stopped watching the show, they would still share it online quicker than Trevor Noah and quicker than Larry Wilmore. Um, and every time this happens, every time I make this statement, I have to talk to a bunch of white people who just go, well, I just think Jon Stewart's funnier. He's more famous. And that's, couldn't that explain everything you're saying? I'm like, if you ignored all my words, yes, sure. That you just want to go back to watching Jon Stewart, quote unquote, and not feeling like you're part of the problem. Yeah. You know what it is, is because they see themselves in Jon Stewart. So when he's saying something, it's like, yeah, this is us. I'm the good white guy. He's representing what my views when it comes to Trevor Noah, it's a, it's against me, right? Like, that's why pe- I was thinking about why do people, people I fuck with here in the city, you right. know, uh, that I used to be, <laughs> I used to be a nanny and I'm still really close with the family that I nanny for. But a week before this whole house nigga shit, um, they had posted a photo of them going to a Bill Mayer show. And I was like, mm. do I read them or do I just enjoy going to dinner <laughs> with them and, you know, getting to see my little nephews? But I was like thinking about like, why do people, why would people who call themselves liberals like fuck with him? And it's like, because you get to, he, you, you see yourself in him and whatever he's able to do, you have permission to do. So if he could say some, if he could say nigga and not be racist, it's less about John. It's less about Bill Mayer. It's more about you. Right. Cause now that means the racist shit that you do is cool. Right. Like your Islamophobia is cool. Your shit. You can still call yourself liberal while pretty much acting just like, 
fucking GOP right. because you call yourself liberal. Like, that's all cool, but it, it's not the same coming from Trevor Noah because that's not you. And you know what was interesting? Uh, Leslie will probably talk about this a little bit more, but we just, we finished, we filmed a segment with The Daily Show, which we called it a show, you know, with Roy. Yes. And uh, Roy Wood Jr. was telling us some real shit about how even how white folks receive shit from Trevor versus black American right. comedians. Exactly. It's like it, different. It's, it's levels to the shit in general. Like, um, I remember when people were going in on Trevor Noah about the uh, Tommy Lauren interview. And I was like, well, the reason Trevor Noah got that job is because he's the kind of dude that's going to want to do the Tommy Lauren interview. They don't, they don't give the nigga that's like, nah, fuck that. They don't give that dude the job. Mm-mm. That dude never gets the job. Like, if he gets the job, he don't get to keep the job very long. Shout out to Larry Wilmore. You know what I mean? Like, the kind of person that's like, I would never invite Milo on my program. Uh, I don't know what the fuck Bill Maher is doing. That kind of dude, you don't get to keep the job long, man. Cause you gotta be willing to like see something worthwhile in every fucking type of opinion of white person or else you can't have the job so yeah it, it is interesting because i i think roy wood jr would be a great host and i'm not trying to start no shit obviously mm-hmm. we love roy been on the show before all that stuff but i don't know that america would accept roy wood jr as the older american black host that's experienced american racism and is not sitting around being like maybe we can just talk it out and give it give it a chance everybody i just got here like nah nigga they're not giving him a chance like so yeah i, I completely that's understand the lane they put like a steve harvey in right right that's the comfort of older black comedian that white people feel is palatable for them that doesn't make them feel quote-unquote uncomfortable yes. and when you were talking about the virability of john stewart versus larry and versus trevor the other part of it is these news outlets and these um content um creators and people that aggregate stuff you know they see a white face as the normative so so when john stewart says something it's news right but when larry wilmore or trevor noah say it's black people talking and that's yes. a different category to them black like, problem this is the normative and so that shit is stuff everybody wants to know and this other shit is black shit and only black people want to know about that so we don't need to cover it in our stuff and it certainly should be on the front page because why would anybody want to see on the front page we only said we only do the norm we only do the stuff that appeals to everybody and to them that's whiteness the so dude, that's what you get the dude that picked up on it today on a, on a friend's facebook page that i just happened to be tagged at his status um he was going through all the you know the histrionics john stewart's more funny and famous and that maybe that explains it and i'm like no i i already addressed this if you read the, the what i said i that that was like the first thing i said was this isn't about who's funny or famous this is about like the corporate structure of sharing something period nothing else just how does something go viral and we and we had to go all through his insecurities and all this shit and you know this is somebody else's friend so i don't want to just be like listen although i i'm probably gonna get banned again because i did say white liberals are useless uh, a few times hey i forgot to say welcome welcome oh, to the club no. i didn't know there were men in this club what hey yes. several people you i think you you of them out here yeah you got banned and chris got banned you know what I chris about? got banned i think he got did he get banned one time I'm not sure. Okay, no, no, no. I'm not trying to say. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say no brothers got banned. I'm saying from the people I know, it's all black women, and then somehow they just got my ass. I don't know. It's like I was just hanging out at the black women house, and the fucking uh, the ATF ran in. 
yeah i was the fda came through found drugs under the couch it was like everybody going to jail and i'm like i was just hanging out with my friends it was like nigga you live here too now let's go so (laughs) i know i got kicked out right it was like oh first time 24 hours second time nigga we got you for three days right so yeah it's my second time man i don't even know what i'll be i mean do i need to get on the bed with me i mean you be bragging about your blue check but uh are you on the list that me and leslie are on what list? So. What list is that? Is that the? That's the we don't get banned no more, bitches. That's oh. what that list. Is. No, I'm yeah, not on that list. Ever since we started taking box. Yeah, I haven't. I got banned at one time. Like TechCrunch wrote an article about it. A whole bunch mm. of there was like three articles about it, and it was like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. And ever since then, like I'm I, occasionally I'll get a thing like we reviewed this by accident and it's fine. Mm. Um, I get those messages every now and then. Uh, but they haven't banned me, and I've been trying. I've been saying, well, you know, I think they didn't even write the article about me. Y'all know I be reckless out in these Facebook streets. You do. I haven't gotten banned since before Safety Pin Box, so I'm just out here like a white person just wilding, (laughs) writing shit. People are like, you're going to get banned, and I never get banned. I'm like, this is the life, yo. I love it. I think um, it might be because my paperclip box isn't really going as well as I thought it would be going. (laughs) We tried. And a lot of the... I thought you were going to be like, we have 5 million subscribers. uh, It's just not getting off the ground. Like, a lot of my subscribers like they're not really doing any of the actions that i have for them which is mostly just to send us money and to buy (laughs) us drinks and stuff but you know like beyond that we're not getting a lot of interaction and they don't really seem to be like we lose a lot of subscribers when like bill mark says house nigger and we're like that's bad and then my our subscribers be like unsubscribe we disagree <laughs> so it's it's a little bit different for us i know i mean and we've been on tv too i mean how i mean what what is the standard here i actually just right. got an email before we went on the air we about to be on tv again because uh Woo-hoo! they're re-airing uh all that stuff on revolt con um I'll, I'll try to yeah, put for, the for schedule for the people that miss it the first time a lot of people are mad yeah i'll try to put the schedule out there for everybody guys but um Oh, yeah. I don't think we get balls out here in the middle of Michigan. We don't get shit out here. Oh, <laughs> and, the, and the funny part about it is, uh, while we was warming up, somebody would say, "I saw you on TV," and I said, "What?" I say, "Who you saw to look like me?" They said, "They said it was like, uh, yeah, you was on Revolt Concert." Oh yeah, that was me. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, wait a second, am I just?" They're right because like, i was like i was like you ain't seen this nigga on tv me on tv mm. so, out here gaslighting folks right? <laughs> like, it, wasn't me, girl. it wasn't me don't ask Mm-mm. so um how has uh safety pin box been going for you guys uh since we since y'all launched it man it's i mean you guys are still going strong we are we are pedal to the metal working hard out in these streets i mean it's I, been going I, really great. I like like low key behind the scenes like i was just like hitting them on facebook messages like hey y'all trying to come on our show soon they was like uh have you talked to the assistant and i was like oh oh oh, oh they got people now i'm sorry i apologize oh, we got people. i didn't go through i i that's my bad okay i would never disrespect oh, i didn't notice ever you know then they rolled up the limo uh window on me and, and skeeted off and i was <laughs> like you know what y'all i will i'll highlight y'all later. yeah you know i turned around to the young kids in the neighborhood was like yeah i used to know them back when <laughs> <laughs> listen so here's the thing this is true with all black women in general but you know, when we launched Safety Pin Box, it's just like, we're just like, oh, let's start this thing. Let's see if we get a little bit of money. And it, like, blew up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I went full-time uh, back in February. Leslie, too. Um, 
And I think people were looking from the outside, were like, wow, they're doing so many things. How are they getting all done? I think what people didn't know from the outside was uh, that thing that got delivered got finished like two minutes before it got delivered. Right. Like, <laughs> like everything was like coming down to the wire, just like right. sweat I'm bullets. Like we're, we're in two different time zones. We're like missing stuff. Like, um, and the crazy thing about our business is we sell things before we actually right. produce them. Right. So like our first round of boxes, we had sold all these boxes. We ain't written no content. We don't know where we're getting boxes from. So like for the first like three months or whatever, it was just literally like, living on a prayer and nothing and everybody was like oh you guys got it all together really we were just like dying and so I went on vacation in April and the the day I left on vacation was like in the airport leaving on vacation and I said Leslie was like yeah I've been thinking about you know maybe we should hire somebody I was like hire them immediately don't even wait till I get back you better have somebody <laughs> by the time I get back like this is crazy give them my email address and Leslie hired someone within the next few days Paige who is amazing who's our assistant and she's like way better than either either of us at like getting things actually done and staying on track so she's like really amazing but so now we're just like a little bit more on top of it right. we don't have to be like oh shoot we're doing a Q&A tonight or like <laughs> I like that. Um, my my favorite part is that the tightrope that y'all were watching walking is that uh, so many people were just hoping y'all would fail or fuck up so they could be like, "I told you these motherfuckers ain't worth it." Look at look at how they do you. You give them the you give these black people your money. It's a scam. They got us. You know, like they couldn't wait. And I like that y'all were just barely holding it together, but y'all made it look so smooth and easy. <laughs> That they were just like, damn, we can't even hate. I got my box on time. Like, I know, <laughs> like, I know at least, like, 25% of y'all boxes was hate boxes of people being like, I can't wait for this shit to be a second late. Cause I'm also going to their ass on Twitter and then it showed up. There's like, fuck, I gotta go talk to damn these school children. God damn it. True, <laughs> it's true. And it's like, I mean, we've been re- releasing these products. We just sent out our, um, kids boxes which is really cool for families to do this summer some amazing content that marissa wrote and yeah we just got those boxes out last week and i sent marissa a picture of all of them sitting outside i go girl we barely barely <laughs> made the deadline because i was really like oh oh no and we so i think we have one box left like we comp- I i ordered like just enough to get us to where we needed to get to but you know it's working but you know what we we kind of sit here and we joke but i will say this leslie and i both as individuals are exceptional in our craft and in our work and together as a team and with the rest of our team why people stay even through the hiccups or whatever is we produce dope ass content right and Honestly, we're doing some work that nobody else is interested in doing, you know, for all the shit and the conversations that people are having with the presidential election. I still got I got mentioned in an article that was in The Washington Post like two days ago mm-hmm. with Bernie Sanders and some shit. And they're still talking about uh, he handed the mic to Black Lives Matter, all kinds of revisionist bullshit, you know. But for all of that, like what have what has anybody really done since right. November? Right. Like people are not really serious about you know, a, a large part of what they're doing. And so it's like, if you're actually hungry to to do work, right. to do something, to be engaged, people are like, yes, I'm here. And what's been interesting that me and Leslie, like, did not really foresee, because we're just really trying to get these coins for these Black women, and that's mm-hmm. our primary goal, 
is if you talk to our subscribers, they're going to tell you, wow, this is like changed my life. Right. Like for real, this has changed me life. This is like helping me regain humanity. This is like changing my relationships with people. This is helping me parent better. Like this is helping me be a more compassionate person. Like all of this kind of stuff. So, I mean, the, the, the details, the, the last minute details and the nuts and bolts, you know, we, we scrape those in, but it's also that, you know, we, we've been able to come together and put and create a sort of structure where we can put our knowledge and expertise in a way that works for black folks and can push white folks at the same time. And unfortunately, just my opinion is like, nobody else is really interested in doing that right now. And it's right. important work. No, I agree. I think, yeah. um, a lot of people are more interested in like seizing political power who can they like vote for next and stuff and that for the record i'm not demeaning those things it's you should be looking forward to those things those are also ways to change things and and whatnot but yeah it does feel like the energy is less about the like let's go shut down an airport now and more like let's go to the next bernie talk at the town hall meeting like it's kind of switched over to to other shit and people are back to arguing like bernie versus hillary and uh you know um how uh, is this still a conversation right all y'all need to vlog i've been wondering myself i right. just had a whole twitter thread about it a couple of days ago it's still and, you know for us like mm-hmm. marissa said like we've only just been focused on getting this money right to quote cartoon um for <laughs> black women you know we're coming up on around seventy thousand dollars that we've given away since we launched Ooh, and wonderful us, that's always Listen, been okay hold on pause 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 that's for all the niggas who call us scammers mm. lee fang dragging our name through the mud talking about who's gonna give away what money that since the day we gave away money guess how many scam tweets we've had uh that many wow that many wow i was gonna say seven so i was way off um i'm sorry leslie you you, you... (laughs) no i'm just saying like for us that's been kind of the push and and because we do need to have material you know progress in our minds anyways for the work that we do and it can't be tied into what white people do right that's just stupid as black folks we can never hitch any success we want to have to how white people are going to behave because white supremacy interrupts that particular transaction on the regular right so for us it's always been about how much money we can move over to black women how what kind of company we're trying to build how we treat the people that work with and for us you know we pay every black woman that touches safety pin box we built an incredible team our lawyer is black our accountant is black our photographer is black black women all black women are you know, customer service person is a black woman. Our assistant is a black woman. Our marketing uh, person is a black woman. You know, we're just really focused on making sure that we are um, spreading the safety pin box bounty to as many black women as we possibly can. And um, so that's what, that's been really exciting for both of us. And really amazing. over there, uh, the forming your own door, Miller J over there, uh, just uh, a team of badass black women out here taking hey. care of shit. But did you wait? Did you hear the news though that they're canceling uh, the spinoff? What was the oh uh, Black Panther and the crew? Uh, no, the Wakanda one. Oh, they're that, canceling World of Wakanda. That yeah, World of Wakanda that Karen was just talking about because I was listening to it on I was listening to the episode y'all's episode on my hike where y'all talking shit about Black Panther. I'm just like in the woods and shit. And then I read <laughs> I think this morning wow. uh, or last night or something like that that, that they 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 nixed it. Nah, I had I I hadn't heard that. Um, that's sad news, man. Um, I you know what? Not even gonna do the whole rant, but just uh, it's important. <laughs> it's important for people out there. Don't just talk about these books. 
don't just say oh this is dope we got this artist you do have to buy the books because if, if, if we don't buy the books that's that's the only fucking thing they care about they don't care about shit else that we're like that like it's a mistake to think and i mean this for the fucking republican like i hate you sjw cooks it's a mistake for anybody them and people that are like liberal don't think these businesses have politics they don't give a fuck about any of this shit they only care about if they can move this unit and right now the way for a lot of stuff is like black lives matter it's black feminism like people are cashing in on this shit so they might give some dip a toe in the water but if nobody supports it it's not gonna happen and if we say we want to see black artists that uh you know get chances at these companies then we do have to support them uh because and i don't say that to blame anybody i'm saying because the reality is white people ain't never gonna do it so it's only us but for us by us or nobody else so um and the only reason yeah, i think the group covered it this morning and said that um that they had low sales and yeah. that, but that some people arguing that they didn't give enough time or whatever for it to build this audience so there's this whole right. debate back and forth well the other thing is um and this is also not shade but white people only read that black panther book because coats write it like if if that would have been somebody else they wouldn't have wrote it so i mean they wouldn't read it so that that's the reason that book sells is regardless of anything else white people love coats dog like that ain't that's not a knock to him i don't really think to the most part i don't even think you can really can control when they decide you the nigga you know like white people love kevin hart like but i don't know why like uh well until last year kevin hart had never really said nothing to make white people need to love him more than any other nigga they just decided like this is the guy anyway fuck <laughs> all the other funny black people you know so i they decided that with coats like two three years ago and mm-hmm. i think when marvel getting him was a huge deal um but yeah if it doesn't extend beyond to like roxanne gay and um mm-hmm. you know the artists and the other storylines that cover black characters then it's not real you know what i mean then you don't really care you just want to like i get to get a woke pen i like safety i like uh i like ta-nehisi coast guys um so yeah i think that's what happened all right we have all kinds of stuff to get into guys all right we just been talking and enjoying ourselves there's no need to apologize i enjoy talking to y'all um there's all kinds of news and stuff um and actually you know what before we even go on first thing i did want to say um you know i you listen to blackout tips uh all that shit bullet bob string um <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> this nigga did the intro like bill murray did his uh, apology he's just like <laughs> you you guys Whatever. know you guys know at this point i'm assuming um <laughs> i did i did want to say man um we had like some stuff happen with the facebook group and shit and i've been thinking about it it's been bothering me for a while it's it, people that know that i'm like the moderator of the facebook group of 2200 people it, it's been a, a fucking burden for a minute so we're like exploring the options of like moderators uh or something like that because it was either that or just fucking delete the group to be honest child and i would hate to do that because people have talked about the progress they made the friendships they made the the um you know <laughs> like every time i swear to god every time i get ready to just be like man fuck that shit i'm just deleting it i don't care about this every single time i go in there and i see something do i'm like oh you know like today it was some woman that had like a her um her kid is, or it's like i don't know if it's a kid or like her family like nephew or something 
is like inter he's an interracial child and he's at he's in this town where they don't have anybody to take care of his hair like right. he is the brown person in town you know what okay. i mean and i just watched this group of black women come through just awesome like girl listen let me tell you what you need to do with that shit and, and like <laughs> it was you know what i mean it was like uh for those that watch uh this is us uh it was like when uh the black woman took uh <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> yeah when she took uh randall uh to the side it was like uh excuse me uh before you take your ass back over there though um you gonna need to do something about that baby hair and it but it was just like a moment where you're like that's a real ass moment that has to happen and i don't know that that would have happened for her outside like i was happy right and proud to see that so we're gonna figure something out with the group whether it's moderators um possibly even at some point just handing the group over i think it would be dope to just have the fans run it for the fans because honestly y'all i don't need to know what y'all think about us Mm -hmm. uh like like Mm -hmm. like point point blank i am not designed to see motherfuckers talking bad about me and especially in a group we created with for a podcast that we created where motherfuckers (laughs) like motherfuckers wouldn't have come together if not for us so to then be like salty with me because i was like yeah well you can't be in here calling people uh slut bunnies or whatever the fuck it is this week you can't do that man that's kind of disrespectful and then be like fuck rock fuck everybody forever like i that's not no one else is doing that like no. you ain't never you can't do that to crystals like you, you can't, can't fear it yeah you, you can't, can't no nope. you're gonna get to just roll up on other hosts like that like you know people are salty at me and it's been months and sometimes years and i'm like this is thankless for me you know what i mean like it doesn't generate any money for us Mm -hmm. to have that group um it's on a platform that can kick me off at will for being like these (laughs) white people is crazy like and i'm the only one that's running it and then y'all i'm telling right now y'all motherfuckers don't want me running the bitch you better be glad roger's there right so (laughs) it's it's kind of a thankless task anyway so i'm I'm, you know my and, and like i said it stressed me out and then like I'm dealing with other shit where like we're about to travel we're about to do negro con this mm-hmm. week i'm arranging all that shit um you know people want to meet us like we're gonna be there for four or five days mm-hmm. and it feels like everybody's like yeah you got a couple minutes spare. i gotta come hang out with y'all you know so like <laughs> i'm coordinating all this shit in my head and i don't have time to come in and be like hey guys hey hey don't call her a slut and you stop calling people bitch like it, it's just too much for one person to do and that's you know like and i think we have a great group compared to other groups i've yeah, seen yeah we, but we, we with see even when it get bad yeah. right but even with all that shit i just I, I can't do it and i'm not designed to do it i don't i barely like people like people were saying like can you pick some y'all you and karen should pick the moderators y'all want and i was like y'all should probably pick because i don't like it i don't like people like that like i don't have like it, it, it's amazing people got mad at me and said rod comes in he picks his faves which ones who are the faves like i you know what i mean if i can't pick you out of lineup we can't be faves dog if we never yeah. met we can't be and faves if, if 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 i see two people arguing and i just go this person seems wrong that person seems right that's it you know i try to have respect and see people's humanity despite their grievances and shit and even yeah. the people that you know yeah. but it just it made me think this weekend when i was like because i was sad about it i was depressed and i was like wait a minute it's a group that's supposed to be about loving what we, we do, do 
and i'm sitting in here thinking about how motherfuckers don't like me in the group for us right and 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 and, and my thing is this i'm gonna tell y'all right now you know, Roderick is very diplomatic. Roderick right. gonna talk to y'all. Nyan, 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 nyan. I ain't got time for that bullshit. We do not get paid to run this group, y'all. The problems y'all have in this group are personal problems. Y'all bring y'all personal problems into this group. And y'all fall out with Y'all do know y'all talking to real people. Y'all do know that y'all might meet these people one day. Y'all do know we have functions and y'all show up. We don't want y'all out there showing y'all black asses at our functions. Y'all represent us right so. and, and, and and i'm keeping it real because i know i've been kind of quiet on it and i hadn't said anything about it so now it's my time to talk because mm-hmm. you know roger's been stressed out y'all not gonna stress my husband now i'm gonna keep it real y'all do know that this is my husband i got to live here with my husband y'all not gonna stress him out about a fucking facebook group it's not that goddamn important i'm gonna tell you that right now okay you're grown everybody in this group is a fucking grown ass adult you're grown some of you've got children you're grown people I do not understand how you fight and bicker like fucking children. You're grown. You will not allow your children to have this same behavior. You get in there, you fuss, you fight, everybody point at each other, and you tag us after y'all called each other bitches and hoes and sluts, after y'all have made homophobic shit. And my thing is this. Y'all fight, and then y'all want us to fix the fight, and then when Roger comes in trying to fix the fight, everybody get mad at Roger for trying to fix the fight. We ain't got clicks in the group, y'all. I'm telling you, right. We ain't got clicks we don't have gangs like like you know because people roll with each other and that's cool i don't mind people rolling with each other but when your fade fuck up and get kicked out the group your fade fucked up and they got to lead a group right. there's nothing for us to talk about there's nothing for us to discuss i don't care about your fave dog like we moderate the group y'all are in the group y'all have a good time in the group we don't care about y'all having a good time in the group we don't care about y'all enjoying the group but what you're not gonna do is stress me out for fucking something that's fucking motherfucking free we don't make a goddamn dime off that facebook group right and then it's weird because like we like i don't even know who listens to the show in there at this point because it's like discussions about the show don't happen often um you know like and and like i said i don't mind having a place for cool people to hang out and collect and all that shit and i you know i'll try to leave some guidelines or something hand it off to somebody that probably is better equipped to deal with that because i think it wouldn't be so hard for other people to hear about us like like you know me if you don't like me i just don't want to hear like i don't i don't like i don't have a problem with you not liking me people don't like people that's you know some of my friends don't like each other like it ain't like that's a thing that happens i've always kind of existed at this like nexus in blackness my whole life where like i i fuck with these people they fuck with me these people don't fuck with me but uh, or they don't fuck with each other but they both fuck with me like that's been my whole life it's stressful sometimes and with social media you see so much like i see shit i don't want to see you know what i mean like and i think like algorithms it does that right Right. like like i don't want to see y'all talking shit about me like i don't need to see it so uh it's just not you know it's just not for me it does affect me i'm not gonna try to pretend to be like unaffected or unbothered i don't feel like there's any strength in that um Mm -hmm. but i do find that there's strength and honesty which is it is bugging me it's bothering me it's dragging me down you know it made me sad today and i'm like i shouldn't be sad thinking about i don't get sad when i think about recording and doing the show no which is what we got here to do so but i do get sad when i think about the facebook group man i you know um uh even with like marissa and and leslie i'll see people try to throw shots at at them in like in the group like where it's like oh dude you know they always and i'm like but hold up now that that's that's fam 
you know he what i'm saying right. you and you and it's like coming in my house and being like uh i can't stand your mama like what, what are you doing <laughs> yeah, you know like, what i mean like, like, like it, that's like that's fan but that's what i realize is y'all might need a space for that that's right. not this isn't like i'm trying not to be selfish about it i don't want to be a control freak like i'm gonna be on my page because you know i don't need anyone on my page if they don't want to be there but in that group maybe y'all need the space to be like fuck so and so i don't like this i don't like that why they do this and i just don't need to be privy to it if that space is going to exist so i think i have to check out and let somebody else run it right Right. and i think too if i could offer just an encouragement to you rod is it's like folks black folks are connect in all kinds of different ways and online and they're going to do that whether your facebook group exists or not right? right like those people will still be able to find connections and stuff like that and just don't want that to be a burden on you, right? Like, when right. you're like, oh, I see some shit, people coming together, or whatever. It's like, uh, we can't ever feel like too much of that pressure for making that happen mm-hmm. is on any of us, right? I think there's a difference between saying, like, these connections are valuable and good for people to, you know, to have versus I have to be the one who's holding all of the emotional energy and the emotional labor for what's happening. And so just, just an encouragement of, like, people find ways to connect they can start their own facebook group they can you know whatever but you also one of the good things that's been for for me and leslie in our business and i know they're totally different is we've just really stressed for each other and holding each other accountable and prioritizing our own boundaries and well-being front and center yeah and if some shit's crossing our boundaries we 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 don't do it and we just trust that that people will be able to figure out and you know what the thing is people will figure it out those people will go somewhere else like just right. being real now you're right also, the boundaries piece is really critical and i there's like a real correlation between like how popular you get to how many boundaries you have to draw right. and i don't think people like always acknowledge that you know the more people the more eyeballs you have on you the more um you know influence and access you have the more boundaries you need to set because people will take all kinds of liberty you know i had a conversation with a black woman the other day she was saying you know i feel like i should charge for you know people say they want to pick my brain i go there's no picking in my fucking brain without some dollars on the line because right. my time is valuable right so i have to set boundaries around even those little side conversations that maybe when i first started organizing I would do at the drop of a hat because I have other shit to do, right? So, and people don't get that. Like, it's hard for them to get that. You were joking earlier about our assistant page, and you would be surprised how many people, like, legit get mad when we're like, hey, listen, I'd love to sit down and talk with you, but you need to go through this process so that I ensure you get on my calendar and that we actually make time to spend with you. And people will be like, oh, I see, you know, you don't, you don't want to, um, I don't have the direct phone number no more. And I'm like, you do. That's why I'm giving you this other person's access. You think I right. tell everybody they can just call my, my assistant to get an appointment with me? No, most people I'm like, no, I don't want to see you. So right. you pass out, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The New York came out of you just now. Just, just... And also too, sorry, <laughs> I just thinking about this one last thing is I just, just want to encourage you and Rod and Karen in that, in, in letting go is you'll be surprised what people can come up with you know and give people some agency right so right. they can go and create their own stuff too you know y'all don't necessarily have to house this platform for people because maybe that's an opportunity for other people who form connections there to take on their own ownership whether that be mods and it still you know has right. your name or whatever but that could be an opportunity for other people to step up to the plate and sometimes you don't really know what people are capable of and they don't know what they're capable of until right. you call people, until you put the ask out there, right? Yeah. Right. And then exactly. people are responsible for having some buy-in if they want this thing to remain, right? Like, right. 
So that, I think it can also be an opportunity to give give people buy in. Yeah, that's what I did yesterday. Was I basically just asked the group like, "Yo, this is the situation. What kind of what kind of ideas do y'all have about managing this group better? Because I don't like at some point I have to just hand it off. I can't like." because i think uh the other thing is um people have ideas about power and control and how they they think think that operates right but that's like it's just like this archetype and it's like like this is what people think but i don't i'm not just a archetype like i am i like what how people may view me is not how i am i don't really get off by having 2200 people look to my word i don't get off to i don't get, right. like even when we talk on this show as popular as the show is i never leave the show and think and i just solved that like and now these <laughs> motherfuckers they, they they know what the real issue like i walk away like i was able to get my opinion out i hopefully i'm understood and hopefully i'm understanding people that are putting in but that's it but i think the view is just different um in different mm-hmm. spectrums with people so they have ideas of like you know conspiracy shit of you come in the group and you do this and you try to and you want this person to have to get banned but not this person and it's like no i i wouldn't ever think about it that much that's putting way too much on my plate shit it's i think looking like the dudes who are like these women are gold diggers but you right. don't, you make minimum wage <laughs> right yeah like i don't think like that and so if i can't and if just the nature of having a group and having quote unquote power to some people which i don't really consider that power but but just power but just the nature of that to certain people it already has made it like it corrupts and you it's going to your head you know i've had people be like oh you think you big time or you uh you you don't like people that can't do anything for you i'm like who's doing something for me in this group like it's, it's it's those moments where i'm like oh they're not even really talking to me Mm-mm. they're talking to this idea of right. what they think i am and i don't care enough and it's also not healthy for me i don't like it so uh yeah man that's gonna be a transition yeah. that we're gonna go through soon where like i said uh where we hand this thing off because it's, it's like beyond just posting and being like hey the show is we we got a guest coming on it's gonna be live at this time there's not much we do in the group that uh you know beyond that 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 that's that's fruitful for me and karen oh okay so uh, never mind but somebody said you t-painted oh and, and my nah, cast just got that that uh that cricket i know right my and 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 my thing is this um thinking about what y'all said as and put like this when we started the show we was two niggas in the bedroom with a microphone right. you could have never told us when we first started the show that this is what we'd be right and a lot of times people take for granted the access they have to us a right. lot of people have taken that for granted, and they just always assume that you're going to get this unlimited access to us. You're going to be able to hit us up on social media. You're going to be able to hit, like, you, you just assume that that's what you're going to do. And we didn't have a problem with it at first, but as we began to grow and as our platform began to grow. It changes. And as you start dealing with, with crazy motherfuckers and all right. this shit. Yeah, somebody threatened to-, to beat me up. I was like, this ain't going to beat me. <laughs> he he wanted to right. beat me I'm up because right he wanted to beat me up because uh uh because he disagreed with me about bill maher and i didn't want to hear it because last time he was talking real crazy to me and i was like yeah nigga i don't know like you blocked you out of my life and and then he emailed me again and i was like wait a minute ain't this nigga crazy and then of course i looked you know google saves everything i'm like oh other crazy emails i got from this dude no thank you i prefer not to talk to you 
you're not respectful at all i don't know what you're talking about and then the next one was like i'm gonna beat you up and i'm gonna get some guys and all this shit and i'm like over a podcast though i none of this is that important to me like none of this is that important to me so it's it's that kind of shit where i'm just like compound it with you know can you sort out a facebook argument compound it with i come to look at someone else's status and somebody's in there talking shit about me it's shit like that you know compounded with white people still mad at me because i said bill maher ain't shit and he never will be shit and fuck him forever apologizing or not white people still mad about like I, it's too much you know what i mean right. as far as like attention and too much uh interaction with people like it like you said the access but when we started we started differently to other people yes, we did. at the time and we also didn't know this shit was gonna be like this right like it, we were thinking like oh we'll have a couple dozen people that listen to this and that'll be cute that'll with our friends it. on the internet that was it for us we didn't think oh we'll be flying to fucking miami or right. dc or whatever the fuck yeah. none Where of that shit going yeah none of that shit ever crossed our mind so now yeah. that we're here we have to start looking at it and setting boundaries um from a different perspective because because right. like i said it's just not healthy to know uh and and it's not realistic to expect people to like fall in line so i'm not i'm no. just saying i don't need to see if y'all be like rod like his breath stink just i don't need to know like that's a that's a perfectly reasonable thing to think to yourself yeah. or to say without me having to be privy to it yeah it is and 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 sometimes i think that even with some of our fans people mm-hmm. forget that people are human beings like people literally forget that they forget that and, each other are fans right that shit is what's killing me is like humanity from people i don't understand how you can forget the bigger picture of you're in a place where all of y'all are fans that's the shit that kills me is you know you would like if we have a meetup and y'all both show up now what now what i gotta look in the lobby and be like i hope this nigga don't grab her weave and I hope she don't uh pour a drink in his face. Like I, I gotta sit up there and think that because I'm like, y'all was talking real reckless to each other on social media. It's that kind of shit where I'm like, I wish I just didn't even know, dog. I wish I just showed up, said, Hey, nice to meet you. Uh what's your name? I wish that was it. If that if this is the ultimate thing is gonna get me is a bunch of heartache. So Yeah. Now to well, the, and I think, Yeah. I think taking boundaries for yourself and not just for yourself. Ooh, sorry, you got a custom. Mm. Sounds weird. But one thing that Leslie and I have noticed in our business was that when we took boundaries for ourselves that we needed for ourselves, we were modeling something different for other black women in our lives, right? So part of when we're talking about Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, okay, cool, but you have to matter to you, right? Right. Your mental health and your well-being has to matter to you. And what's been really powerful for us is so many black women, just me, me and Leslie being like, no, fuck you, pay us like give us our coin it it helped empower so many black women around us to just be like no yeah me too like right. actually no you pay me too like no i don't work for free like no i don't do those other things so i mean just that's just an encouragement that like i feel like what i've learned is like setting boundaries for yourself can be can help give permission to other people around you or the people who are watching you if you have visibility for them to make healthier choices for themselves too yeah Yeah, i think about uh how like i'll talk on this show about like look you got to be honest with yourself you got to be open you got to be empathetic you got to be all this shit and it's not up to you to take on a burden for somebody else not on you to be like somebody else's rock or any of that shit all the time like it's like being strong is more than just not admitting when something's wrong and so for me i was like something's wrong 
you know what i mean and it's been wrong for a while and i think part of it is social media shit and being and like i said especially the group but just because of the burden of it not because anyone's bad or it just Mm -hmm. 2200 people that's a lot lot. it's just a lot for any one person so so i think it should have just been dragging on me and so uh i didn't want to try to be like fuck it i'll just i'll i'll just walk it out like no no maybe i just don't need to be doing that and i can go back to a healthier place so all right um let's talk about news and stuff guys okay um first of all uh (laughs) there's a a couple of anniversaries going on right now okay this is the 50th anniversary of loving v virginia so if you saw a lot of people on social media a lot of accounts sharing like hey guys uh interracial people can 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 get can get it on legally and get married and everything 50 years ago loving v virginia uh that's what you were that's why you were seeing it it's the anniversary dog and um happy anniversary you know um that was just 50 years ago think about all the interracial people you know that are over 50 years old it's a lot of them out there dog yeah that's still this country so make america great again i'm so loving day every year i talked about on the interracial john today about drew and i talked about it how i'm i find it such a weird thing for people to celebrate and it's been the last couple years like i said the last five years it's definitely seemed to be like ramping up like it used to just be like you know, news people would share. And now, like, there was a whole fucking festival here in Grand Rapids, like, about Loving Day. Like, a whole, they had, like, a play and a outdoor festival and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, this is interesting. And I just think it's a weird, like, here's what it is. And I said it to do today. I was like, if you're an interracial couple and the most important or the coolest thing about you is that you're interracial, you're whack as fuck. Mm. and i don't understand why that would be like the that's that's like the forty thousandth thing about drew and i that i would ever be like oh and by the way we're interracial like we that's not the sum total of our relationship and so i always like cringe a little bit when i see these like weird celebrations and it also like really plays into this notion that like being inter interracial couples or like mixed children will save the world once everybody's brown you know like and a lot of that all gets tangled in in a lot of these celebrations and i i just i like always have like this weird reaction to it i actually don't know how to react to it but i know that that it always never sits right for me and then when we go back to the actual decision of loving v virginia you know the aclu argued that case and their whole point in that case was not that um anybody can marry anybody was very specific they went and their their argument to the court was that you can't tell a white man what they can and cannot do Right. right in this instance that's what was trying to happen if this had been um a black man and a white woman this argument would never have worked right and so i also that nuance of it and like how the how it was actually won is really important to kind of like make sure people understand that even in this historic decision that was supposedly about equality it was framed as centering the white man in the moment and saying that we, as at our courts, at a, at our so at, at our highest level, our highest court, they can never tell a white man what they can and cannot do. So there's a lot that goes into it, and so I'm always like always like cringe a little bit when I talk about um when I hear stuff about Loving Day and stuff like that. But no, I agree. Anyway, yeah, I'm kind of like, what is the what is the goal? Because it harkens back to this like this view of racial equality that I feel like most of us know is bullshit, which is just like integration. If we just all come together, and it's like 
is is that the goal like is the end goal that we could just like hook up with white people is that mm. like <laughs> is that what we're gonna do like and and a lot of times too people not acknowledging like you know because leslie's married to a white man my parents are an interracial couple but it's like those relationships are in a political context they're politicized right. like it's not just all cute you know right. and low-key i feel like a lot of white folks who are dating First of all, the whole interracial relationship is usually always only talking about a white person dating someone mm. who's not a white person. There's that. It all centers around whiteness. Right. And, and, uh, sorry, I just, it's, it's just, I feel like it gets depoliticized where it's like, yeah, folks won't, won't actually like, it's like this weird, like integration. If we just all come together which I don't know any black folks, at least my age, most right. of the people in the activist circles that I'm around, people are more like black love. And the the thing that now occurs to me, the thing that I was thinking about is that we were talking about earlier is like low key. I feel like white people who are partnered to white people in general, but white people who are partnered to uh, people of color. It's like, this is like a weird way that you could be oppressed. Mm. Like if you're in it, inter- you know, like under these guises, like mm. white folks will always find a way to be oppressed or whatever. And so, and you'll, if you talk to some people, you'll even hear them frame themselves being with a black person or being with a brown person mm. as like, look at how much I need to suffer or whatever. So right. I just think it's like, I think in general, like Leslie said and stuff, it's like, it's so messy and people don't want to talk about everything that's underneath the surface that I would really, I really stay away from celebrating all of that kind of stuff because it feels very superficial like let's just celebrate this superficial cute win while everything else is like really fucked up underneath it Mm. which is generally how our country operates now anyways i guess like we just really fucked up but with cute lip oh yeah always we had the best lip gloss now i we're right up against the break at 120 Mm -hmm. so i gotta go to the next session bring everybody back on screen and then i'll bring uh two counterpoints to everything that y'all just said give me one second okay Um, Okay. coming right back um all right um all right just wait on this there we go oh my god it's coming out of her i can call my father jesus jesus how i love him and trust him mm-hmm. call him call him all right let me see and go live and now to invite these ladies back on karen yes we'll start with you okay then i'm gonna blow everybody's mind all right get leslie mac back on here and uh where did marissa go oh uh there she go all right invite her back all right cool give her a second to get back on screen all right everybody should be back um so anyway my two counterpoints one lenny kravitz right exactly uh and then (laughs) (laughs) uh and and then uh of course uh yo leslie was ready for these counterpoints she was like you got two i'm ready he got two of them and then of course the second one uh i've never seen black people celebrate this so right I, and, like, you, I, and, <laughs> and you want me to tell you why because what they're not talking about 
is that a lot of people in an interracial relationship particularly if you have a white partner and a black partner don't talk about how the black partner is not a times called nigga in these interracial relationships mm. and when you bring this up you got to talk about how his wife was called all kind of niggas and he was called a nigga lover and it all boiled down to not her humanity and not her right and her choice to marry who she wanted to marry it right. was about you not being able to tell a white man what to do well i didn't know they was doing marches that's some new shit for me i that's uh it's really, it's really extra yeah that's pretty really extra yeah. man they gotta march for everything and let me tell you something too what is, like what is the loving what is the loving march though like what is yeah. it what are the floats at the loving march you know it's like or oreo cookies uh fucking uh you know like is it ebony and ivory like on a float it's, it's like strom thurmond let me stop let me stop right there because it's gonna go downhill this is why i can't be around you roderick here i come everybody thinks i'm all nice and respectable when i come on this show and act ratchet as fuck and then everyone's like ha now i'm showing up with my jesse williams t-shirt on uh-huh. i do i do worry about yeah. that i do worry like sometimes yeah, some people there's certain have, guests that i'm just like nah you, we you can't, can't yeah we can't fuck it's, up their whole some thing people we love and we you know how you have the good kid and you know they're gonna do great things in life and you like you 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 got to beat it that's how we like with l joe right. williams we love her but we like you got to beat it let let clarence go to school he needs to stay on his learning don't get him into this life he's gonna be somebody i'm like eldroy might be president one day right and And i don't want him to find the tapes Mm -mm. they're gonna find the tapes like (laughs) so uh before we uh go on to candidate williams question uh let's play the tape of uh you playing guess the race um what is a big lip nigger monkey can you uh please elaborate like i don't want to i don't want that to happen i'm not gonna be the reason to her downfall nope but yeah that anniversary quote unquote was kind of a like i said i never had seen that even celebrated before uh but i saw it like trending today and shit and it was funny because the reason i saw it trending is because i you know i obviously follow all these woke black people and it was all them being like eh, i don't know about this <laughs> like it was like it was like every single tweet of loving hashtag loving day was just a retweet of somebody being like uh so what exactly are we celebrating here what yeah, like celebrating. define celebrating like i was i was like oh man so yeah well drew tried to start um sorry no uh you're good right on our end Okay. Drew tried to start a group for like white, wokish white husbands that have, yeah! friends, right? What? what is the first time I'm hearing this? Hilarious. <laughs> so it was like him and like Cheska Lee's husband and like a couple of other folks. <laughs> so I, mean, what is like, group oh, like? I go, I know a bunch of um, black women organizers that have white partners. Let me, you know, let them know. Y'all could go talk about whatever y'all. So actually it was really around. I was having a hard time and Drew was like, we had to come up with through our therapist like a, a plan to like how best to support me when when shit goes left and he's white and don't quite understand how left it is and so that's what they were supposed to be like talking about like real stuff so all of these um i, I went, reached out to quite a few black women organizers i know and like almost all of them were like oh you know my partner's not woke and i was like oh what, what are you what are you doing with them like i was so confused yeah. and it was like consi- like so many of them said this to me and i was like oh and drew was so sad he was just like oh because oh, he was looking forward to the that. group yeah. but you know what that's i mean not the to not not even trying to, to belittle it but i mean there's a lot of women that's married to less than satisfactory uh matches when it comes to people's mm-hmm. politics and shit what so take, take like a lot of economy out here Ain't yeah great. 
women mm-hmm. women uh compromise a lot when it comes to that shit because yeah, a lot of women there's all kinds of women that's just like America. super super woke and stuff and then you meet that man you be like, like oh that's a goddamn hotel how did right. <laughs> you like this nigga she like he, <laughs> he was close enough okay he did believe in some black power i will talk him the rest of the way okay he's gonna we're working on it um mm-hmm. he does belong to several black husband groups but we can't go in there guys it's it's too much <laughs> uh but but yeah it's, it's so yeah i think people do compromise a lot anyway so i'm not really surprised to see that there will be people that are like like some uh this question came up months ago where remember we got asked that question where it was like why how do people marry interracially if uh you know especially if they really woke if you're a person of color you're woke and you're married to a white person like how do you make that work because white people die? and i was like how does any woman ever marry any man right like knowing like, knowing that if we're just going people, technical right. if we're just going to technical statistics why the fuck would you ever put your life in danger like that right because knowing <laughs> that particularly being black women right you are going to get killed by your mate it's a 50 percent chance right. if you're a black woman you don't get killed by your mate or somebody that you have a sexual like if you get with. killed of the of the causes of death yeah that nigga that's fucking you is gonna like be the number, number one. one nobody should ever like there's never really a good reason for women to to, to couple up with men uh if we're talking about None. just risk of their lives like when you look at like statistics too for like living longer being healthier having more money, money had right more education it's all like attached to don't get you no man what you want you want to look good the whole your whole life you better stay away from these niggas like that's kind of how it is so you, you want to be somebody mm, they was like mm, that, and that's why we know more education because like, we don't need no man we're gonna like look nigga you're gonna have to come up too we don't got educated we got money and we ain't accepting less right so i feel like that's like you know part of that whole thing where it's like yeah that's probably a lot of people that what is that playing is that me oh it is me i didn't do that anyway that no it's not me that took that took i don't know why i clicked on that link like 20 minutes ago and it just started playing (laughs) anyway i guess that's uh the link's telling us to move on and the other the other anniversary and this is more of a summer anniversary uh but um this is the uh anniversary of the uh post night club post club post nightclub shooting mm-hmm. uh orlando officials declared it a day of love and kindness on the anniversary of the post nightclub shooting um and people have been gathered around to uh because you know they were gonna like rebuild it they were gonna um make like a memorial um the city was gonna buy it like all this stuff um but um from my understanding the owner didn't end up selling it um so yeah it's still um you know people going there and gathering and being like you know uh i guess uh having a memorial for for people and it's just so weird because their actual government officials don't give a fuck about the lgbtq community yet here's an opportunity that looks it it feels like that thing where this will look good give us a reason to say we're good people and then we'll go right back to like how we keep them all how we keep them transgenders from getting their how we keep them out of the bathroom i don't want no gay marriage like we're gonna go right back to that uh tomorrow but for today it's a ceasefire well that's actually a horrible turn of frame didn't mean to say that but today it's actually like we're gonna we're gonna take a we're gonna stop like we're gonna take a we're gonna we're gonna stop hating y'all for one day 24 hours 
uh ollie ollie oxen free <laughs> on the gay community and they're right back to hate so. they're gonna see some bad comments and yeah slandering them and for some reason you got all them letters but the only two that seem to matter is the first two if you and any of them other letters they act like your ass don't exist but shit and i'm saying yeah. well and, and love yeah love and kindness like how about we do some material things to help people i mean i don't know if you saw this article from orlando weekly uh that i shared earlier but uh it was talking about one of the post survivors his name is keenan carter he was declared dead at the at the uh hospital but he went and took some of the money that people donated to him and opened up a youth uh lgbtq center for black Mm. uh lgbtq youth and i'm like those are the things that we should be talking about, right? Like right. people want to be like, "Oh, love Trump's hate." Okay, but that has to have a material. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Material <laughs> consequences. Coming together of the Latinx LGBT community in Orlando as well in the wake of Orlando and so much of the commentary I saw today was just a bunch of white people writing about this um this tragedy that didn't really involve them that specifically they weren't just attacked because they were lgbtq they were attacked because they were of color and lgbtq so it's like you know again we talk about where those intersections exist and so i was just starving for only you know making sure i shared as much as i could from that particular um intersectional community because it's it's deliberate and it's specific and um you know i'm not even going to get into the problems with the white gays right uh both g-a-y-s and g-a-z-e but um (laughs) i was like which one they both played out very specifically when you saw the people's commentary and stuff today and the anniversary Mm. of of the um the night nightclub shooting yeah i can only imagine because anytime you get more specific to a point where it excludes white people then all of a sudden it, it is it becomes a fight you know it's like oh yeah it was latin night clearly this dude was targeting the like like you said latinx community and then it's still gonna get uh well not really i mean a, I, a two white people were there okay so it's like i if you <laughs> think it's if you think it's more fruitful to have that fight in in the wake of this then i mean i guess good luck because i don't i don't think that's the fight anybody should be having Mm-mm. um in other news the bachelorette okay yes i'm watching tonight right? i don't think it's on tonight girl i just meant to tell you that because oh shit the yeah the, the nba game is on go cleveland i didn't want to I figured I'd do it on air so that so so that it wouldn't be like you it wouldn't like you could just give some of that to Ron and Karen too, mm. not just to me when I had to break I'm so it. Mad. Cle- Cleveland is seven. Okay. Don't forget how mad you are. Well, according to oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> that disgust. Well, there you know I'll be watching that little live tweet. This fucking up my whole schedule. I, you know i'm sorry i i didn't mean to uh interrupt anything tonight you know uh i'll tell you who uh wishes we won't be live tweeting uh apparently demario is gotten himself in oh, some hot Lord. water yeah demario jackson oh the one episode i did watch the five minutes we watched was with the whole five minutes demario had a white side chick and i just went well his name's demario <laughs> now keep in mind <laughs> that's before i knew his last name was jackson Oh, he's super black. What? If, Jackson? Demario Jackson. If I had known that, I'd be like, what are y'all doing inviting? She should have called the whole thing off when she seen the list and it was like, yes, and uh, also Demario Jackson. What? No, you guys aren't serious. The nigga, the nigga was on a basketball date and was the only one who could play basketball. Mm-hmm. He probably dunked. <laughs> you can tell. It's a, listen, it's certain. He was. Certain names. I'm just saying, guys, okay? White people not all wrong about the stereotypes. 
um <laughs> not but uh yeah apparently though demario jackson got himself in some in some trouble oh what happened they have a bachelor in paradise which is like this spin-off show apparently and i'm sure nick joe will elaborate much more than i can oh, on yeah. uh what's yeah. the like, team like real world but with bachelor okay like the, the spin-offs yeah, yeah like they have all the like yeah yeah all the angst. it's all the rejects yeah all the mm. angst if you ain't make it you can go to this right <laughs> and so all the rejects go and they fuck and they <laughs> they they do games and they compete and all this shit well apparently they're filming that now and um uh corinne olympios claims that because the first this story came out a uh, white woman they claim out that oh they got caught fucking in the pool or something like that and, and there was a staff member that was suing the company like abc or whatever like hey motherfuckers all fucking in the pool i ain't signed up for this which i'm like did you not sign up for that but they were <laughs> they were <laughs> like i don't know how you're gonna win that one in court you know what i mean but um apparently um she like it's been a few hours now she is saying that it was sexual assault she was passed out oh she doesn't she said she doesn't remember it um this is one of those things where i'm like yo not only is he probably in trouble if if this is true uh the company gotta be in right like they film all this shit if you let somebody have sex with someone that's passed out on your camera for the auspices of entertainment oh yeah oh nigga it's about to be ab korean olympios uh network dog like uh she shut the whole production down they shut the entire production down mid shoot yeah and they got to everybody home so this shit is serious af they don't do that that's the thing from her from her statement that i read earlier she actually said that like she's actually not even blaming him Mm. because she said they were both drunk She's actually blaming producers because she said apparently other people, uh, other contestants and stuff were telling the producers, you know, they're both super junk. She's super junk. Like, don't do this. And the producers refused to intervene. So it was like interesting because it's not even at, at that clear cut of like, you already got the issues with the black man and the white woman yeah. and the sexual, that's an issue off top. But she's not even like blaming him, right? Like right. she's not even going after him. She's saying this is all the producer's fault and we barely have a concept of rape. I don't think we have any concept where Both someone can be are. a guilty party in a rape and not be one of the two parties. Right. And get like engaged. So it's messy and it's racialized. I'm just like, I don't think anybody knows how I to better handle it. I better not see you niggas on Twitter talking about some Emmett Till. I will slap the shit out of y'all if y'all try to turn demario jackson into motherfucking emmett till don't do it don't do it man um even if and the thing is even if both parties are drunk um this i think it will go on the network because um that it's not like both parties are drunk in a vacuum it's both parties are drunk in a sea of cameras recording equipment producers uh people holding boom mics uh, and if there's video of other people in the contest being like those people are drunk how are y'all letting them have sex when they're that wasted um yeah these motherfuckers about to lose everything mm-hmm. uh behind this shit and, and, if, and if they shut down the fucking production oh. it's serious mm-hmm. they sent everybody home they sent everyone home 
Yeah, this was this happened on night one of filming, and they sent everybody home. Up. Everybody home, and they've yeah, always been. If y'all watch, mm. there's a show on Lifetime, I want to say, and it's about a Bachelor esque type show, and it's about the behind the scenes. So it's like the producers and everything, and they each get assigned to girls. And the EP of it used to be an EP on the Bachelor, and she basically is like, "Yeah, this is how this is how we do it." Like they they manipulate people's because they know their backstories and they try and make it into like as dramatic as they possibly can. Right. I also don't, I just don't believe they didn't know DeMario didn't had a white girlfriend. Right. Like, that's on. ridiculous. Come this on. bitch showed up at the basketball game. So seems like somebody knew something. We all so knew you see that a they're white ma- girlfriend. Like, yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. knew. Like, yep. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. We, none of us watched the show. We all knew we had a white girlfriend. I'm sorry. That's, you're right. They really. <laughs> They they rigged the fuck out of this shit and, and it's obvious. Um and yeah, it my thing has always been like I've always thought these shows skirted the lines. Right. Even, you know, it, even when it was just like Jersey Shore, it's like right. you're getting like, people liquored I'm up. Oh. The only thing the fucking production people pay for is the alcohol. You get people liquored up, you know they're gonna go out, be belligerent, be reckless, make horrible decisions because they're drunk. You're gonna edit it up. We're all gonna laugh at home and judge them and be like, "What horrible people they are!" They don't have TV. They don't have the internet. They don't have access to mag- like anything. So it's a situation that's a powder keg, and you would think to a certain level, like, "Well, there are lines that we all know you gotta say no." But it's just a matter of time if you keep playing with fire that someone's gonna be like, "Yeah, well, why wouldn't we let that happen?" And I've heard interviews with people that have worked on reality TV shows, like on podcasts and stuff. And when you hear like the haphazard way that it's done, like these are people that aren't very experienced. They have no, like people don't have technical expertise. They're not, they're not lawyers on set. They're just out there being like, Oh, just film everything. Just get it all. And we'll cut it up later. And it's like, yes, it only takes one or two people to be like, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with this. We can, I mean, if it's bad, we'll cut it up later. Right? No, nigga. Now you got to go to jail. So, yep. Uh, um, now you're going to be paying a lot of money, but I could have told y'all that when y'all, you know cast demario that this shit was gonna go down man I, y'all had to know better okay his last name's jackson that's one, that's the lot, bottom line okay uh Nicki minaj says she's planning to release a classic hip-hop album oh, girl bye <laughs> who wants that uh what were the other yeah. attempts i want to know what the other albums were oh, what, they, they what were, were they supposed to be they were for the barbies okay okay so this uh she gonna try this time yes i don't know alien futuristic space princess dog uh i uh i will say this man um uh, this feels a little bit like if you follow like basketball football or whatever this feels a little bit, bit like when an athlete turns like 36 35 and they come to training camp and they're like i'm in the best shape i've been in in my life you know i'm, I'm doing all kinds of things i never done before and you're like you 36 dog there's no yeah. fucking way that's possible nigga you old I'm right old. Your well bo- that's your bones crack right that that's what this feels like this feels like peyton manning saying at 40 i'm in the best shape i've ever been in my life and you're like your mm-hmm. neck can't move Mm-mm. you know your metabolism <laughs> yeah your metabolism ain't the same yeah like your bones pop Nick, you got you, arthritis what are we talking about here? i i am a fan of nikki when she just rapping ass nikki yeah. but it's it feels like it's so few and far between it's like rooting for drake to put 15 rap tracks together like mm-hmm. you're not gonna get it so why like at some point it's my fault for just expecting this nigga to stop singing right that's I how i felt up. with nikki where for a long time now i've just been like i like i like when she raps i don't like a lot of people 
that just don't see it for her no more but for me personally if she rapping on somebody shit i'll be like oh there she go i love that flawless remix verse i love i i fuck with nikki when she rapping when she rapping it's just so rare that she really rapping so right right i don't know if she really got it in her i hope so nikki i ain't rooting against you but i i hope kanye right probably trying beats. to respond to remy ma out here wilding bringing out all my, the female my girl it's too late my girl embarrassing the fuck out of her it's too late my girl it's too that that ship sailed like three months ago six months ago like i can't even remember how long ago the diss was it feel like it's been two years no so. remy ma Oh, I just posted on uh, Leslie's page earlier. Remy Ma was at what was that in the Bronx? I think it's like that Summer Jam or whatever that fucking Summer thing jam. is. Like, yeah, yeah, it was Summer Jam, and Remy Ma like brought out basically all Everybody. the female Hard, while having a picture of Nikki up and being like "fuck her," and then performed she there at the end had like Queen Latifah. <laughs> everybody hey cardi b like mc light like Mm. fucking lil kim fucking everybody and just basically made it look like i'm in the cool club and you were alone yeah (laughs) i mean look it's i hope it works out man i and i hope if she do the whole album i actually hope she doesn't fall for the trap and try to like do some type of response because it's 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 yeah, over featuring taylor swift on that album uh, yeah i i mean i love um i love jay-z i thought he had won the battle between him and Nas between the takeover and ether and shit but then like afterwards he kept going and kept mm-hmm. making more songs dissing this nigga and i was like no no what are you doing no no okay now it does seem like you think you lost because this nigga done moved on he on a whole nother album and you still talking shit about him it's been two years dog let let it go it's nobody else cares and so it was that kind of thing where if nikki writes another 15 bars or two whatever she's gonna do it'll be so late she gonna get clowned for it so i hope she just try to put out the best rap album she can and we'll see if it can live up there with the other you know female mcs that have, have, have killed it uh, <laughs> Karen's just waving. Like, yeah, it's, a, oh. it's an audio. You guys at home? Uh, oh, my, my bad. It's an audio podcast, but Karen. <laughs> just, Karen just said, <laughs> "Sorry, y'all. She's been no. shaking. She's been shaking her head for quite some time. Mm-mm. Speaking of shaking his head, exclusive. One twelve's Q is embroiled in a secret paternity drama over an alleged love child. Oh shit! I usually love hip hop next year. Think yeah. you the one I'm loving it on? Uh, or is that a different? One? I think you thinking about my man from uh, was it? Oh, Will Day Day what? Oh, that's day twenty four. It's day, too many numbers. Day twenty seven. Everybody got numbers in them. Seven seven days late on the rent. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think he. I think you thinking about my man from day uh the rent is due on the on the fifth, and I'm ah! a little late. Can you hold me over? Um. Not Q from one twelve is uh actually and I, that's twelfth grade for me with eleven twelfth yeah. grade I was this what, is before my time so I'm this, sitting this one out I'm I was like, like one twelve who's that I was like seventeen years old you know so I'm old so I kept hearing about one twelve one twelve mm-hmm. and you couldn't you know you didn't have all the technology no Spotify none of that shit so I had to go to Best Buy that shit was sold out I was mad well like, he is listen that first one twelve album is was flames the, the and fl- it's still the straight goes. flames. 
the straight flames y'all like i don't care Mm uh 112's q is waging a secret legal battle over whether he really is the father of an 11 year old love child that he's been paying to support Mm -hmm. since the boy was born 18 years a judge has granted Q's request to take a DNA test last week to see if he's really the child's father Joshua, Josiah Barnett after the singer claimed that the boy's mom Leah Steele Barnett manipulated him in the child support agreement by threatening to tell Parker's wife about their affair oh now see well, cost of doing business right <laughs> that's not what the new problem it sounds it it sounds like like fucking me. it sounds mm-hmm. like you was out of space and she was calling that's what it sounds like you called that side chick bluff but you you all you had was some clubs over there mm-hmm. and she was cutting clubs dog that's on you you can't be like and then 11 years later what are you and your wife getting a divorce so you finally could be like it ain't mine like what anyway uh his real name no, is shout out to her though if he isn't the baby father because that's the greatest scam that's a g and move. he probably deserved to be scammed at that point that's a g move like yeah anybody who listens to ball d sport know that me and justin uh we root for the side chick okay mm-hmm. uh it's a it's a cold world out here when the men got all the money and you got all the honey okay <laughs> so you gotta you gotta find a way to get some of that money on your plate and if you can trick one of these niggas into taking care of one of these kids i mean isn't that really his fault think about it ain't nobody making you not pull out um so yeah his real name is Quinn's Parker and he said it said in court papers he was forced into child support through acts of fraud and duress and still barnett only produced testing results that were supposed to identify genetic defects and not an actual dna test to prove he was the father well you fell for it i mean you making it sound like well obviously i should have known not to do that what you gonna not be this boy's father after 11 years it's too late oh i know you graduated in seventh grade this year but uh i'm not gonna be there I'm, I'm not gonna be at a graduation long ass time but I know, you know what? I, doing this when you're not on love and hip-hop so they really missing out because they could have yeah. a mona scott check true right sitting on their desk right now going through all of this mona and everybody could this. i'm this just is saying. gonna be you know, kirk in like 12 years because he don't want to take that paternity test so you know y'all know he can't get no y'all y'all know he can't get no money y'all know he can't get no money not till puff daddy get his first y'all know he can't get no money come on now y'all know he done signed that 360 deal contract dog there's no way you could be on there and get some money it's impossible that 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 that, that money is gone how did a member of 112 be able to afford a household and side chick payments I, something is up i don't believe it somehow he's selling drugs or something because i know he ain't spending i know he ain't spending sean p diddy cones money up it nah it's impossible uh yeah apparently it says uh in our case miss Steele used the results of the exam to pressure mr parker into stipulating he was the father of her child and agreeing to support judgment without the benefit of counsel q's petition says moreover knowing that mr parker was married at the time in their of their affair uh miss Steele used the threat of disclosure to of such of mr park to mr parker's wife and family as a method to in- induce mr parker into consenting to child support first of all if your family has not found out about this secret love child that woman is a woman of her word 
and you need to honor and cherish y'all's bargain because she could she could have blew your spot up at any fucking time for 11 years and she let it chill and and she just wanted child support like she ain't trying to hit you up and be like uh actually i need a car this week you know Mm. don't y'all don't appreciate a good one uh parker said that after he agreed the child support order still blocked several of his attempts to get a paternity test parker yeah why would she let you get it after you agreed nigga that's your fault right who, who agrees first and then be like actually we should check on this Mm-mm, i'm good sounds uh, like he's su- suing just because he was stupid like sound like that what I, it sound you know my guess would be something happened with him and his wife wife right and now he can like come now it's not gonna cost him like maybe his his wife wife found out he was cheating or something and now she's um, yeah so now he like well fuck it i might as well see if i can get some money from this child support back Mm-mm, too late like for real out of money that's oh, the yeah. other you ain't getting that money back they're gonna say it's a gift you ain't getting that money back parker who has participated in the fatherhood initiative insisted insisted in what? court papers that <laughs> a fatherhood <laughs> a initiative uh he insisted in court papers that he's not trying to shirk his responsibilities of being a father he just wants to know if the boy is really his son ultimately mr parker is not looking to avoid responsibility if miss Steele's child is his uh parker's petition reads however mr parker simply wishes to base his support on trustworthy paternity results with a paternity agreement he is not forced into as a hostage of his marital situation and stature as an entertainer with assistance of the competent counsel but you're over halfway done i don't i don't get it besides questioning whether the baby was his q also filed a petition in court to drastically reduce the amount of monthly child support he's required to pay if he is indeed josiah he wants child support dropped from twenty two hundred and fifty dollars a month to three hundred and nine dollars and twenty seven cents a month Mm-mm. <laughs> what 11 what year old can live on that what and, in and, the and, world and, and $2,200 that that's not even rent doll what are we talking about what are you doing you wasn't even paying the bare minimum to even keep a child clothes fed and have a roof over their head and I know they live in New York Her too so was low. like you know, mm. good night I can't I can't <laughs> even you can't even You. that's not even a night in room 112 like you that's not <laughs> You can't, you can't even go to a hotel and be like, I would like to check out room 112 tonight. They would be like, not for that little bit of money. Uh, he argued in court papers, uh, obtained by Bossip, shout out to my Bossip, uh, that he can't afford the current child support amount because his income has gone way down. Q claimed in court documents that he now makes $2,500 each month while his alleged baby mama still Barnett is now bringing in more than $8,000. He argued that he yes in- hustle right <laughs> she came up come through queens get them uh he argued that he is the father if he is the father she should start paying one thousand and thirty dollars a month towards josiah's upkeep uh q's spokeswoman said the singer and his family have been dealing with his infidelity and his alleged love child for several years and has gotten through it with the help of their pastor shout out the pastors coming through <laughs> coming through Why? for uh, uh, uh they've been coming through so for what unfa- you wait what'd you say marissa well, it's gonna be the pastor's baby it's not claim your kid not claim your kid but if it is your kid you gotta get those walmart 
you know, get those get those uh child support payments brought down from like a an eight uh an Abercrombie and Fitch to like a Walmart type <laughs> level. Bring it down low. Just she's she's hustling you. Mm. I, I feel Mookie like it's probably the yeah. fastest kid. Watch, it's gonna be the passive kid. And <laughs> It's been a circle scam. He and a pass that they've been working. Listen, this yes, that's my, really what's going on. My, my thing is the pastors, uh, like pastors are the real MVPs of keeping women with ain't shit men. Like, come on. nobody Listen. will come in and have a man's back like a pastor. Like, like I don't even know how women get tricked into that one. Where it's like we should go talk to the pastor nah let's go talk to marriage counselor or something because uh i need somebody that's on my side pastor just gonna come in and be like you know <laughs> david had to sow his oats or whatever the fuck nah yeah, don't man. fall for that Mm-mm. uh anyway i'm like actually just so proud of this baby mama me too for that's a strong husband. my favorite part is that she didn't let him not being shit and falling off she never let it hold her back you yeah. know she went to climb pulled up the bootstraps yeah he can't even pull the like my baby mama just trying to get some money off of me i make more than you nigga what are you talking about like just put in your part (laughs) (laughs) right just put in your part dog you don't you don't put in enough is the problem here i still put Mm -hmm. in my part uh it's unfortunate the other parties attempting to publicly shame a man who has not only been compliant and working towards mutual resolve but more importantly has been dedicated to rebuilding his family through faith and respectfully turning this situation to an opportunity to teach young men the value of family fatherhood and discipline q's spokeswoman told bossip in a statement she added as q and his wife continue i feel like a spokeswoman is his wife uh, how can as, you afford a spokeswoman on twenty five hundred dollars a month? I'm just trying to understand. I'm pretty sure the spokeswoman is his wife. That's the only <laughs> that's the only way this works. Because you know his wife ain't letting him cut another check <laughs> to another woman. No. Uh as Q and his wife continue to strengthen their union, family and business, we refuse to let this see she slipped. <laughs> she slipped. She slipped. We refuse to let this very private matter inflict um, any more pain. We we <laughs> sis? I thought you was the spokeswoman. <laughs> don't you mean they <laughs> this this is a quote this is verbatim from the quote this is from the re- yeah it's her, her. you know what i'm not even mad at you you no. gotta protect your you gotta protect your, the bag too i you gotta secure the bag he needs to divorce him and take his money but yeah. that's what it is he got to the point where he couldn't hide the payments no more right and she was like what do you mean you ain't got enough money for me to do xyz and he was like all right well for 11 years i've been paying this money to this girl but you know it might not ever be mine because the dna test wasn't even legit but you know i didn't want you to find out i could hear all all of the fucking excuses he gave her and she was like well we need to we need to put out a press release let's mm-hmm. let's make sure we on the record Mm-mm. I thought you know what, Q? Loki. I hope this trial goes on for seven years. Yeah. Yes, ah! like you know what, Q. I thought Cupid doesn't lie, but apparently Cupid <laughs> does lie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So she. Um. I guess he wasn't keep it real. Uh. Anyway. Uh. And <laughs> yeah. She says as he hit him like you must be used to me spending. <laughs> That's what he bust out with. That is R. Kelly from fucking you tonight. But yes. Uh, yeah. That that was also a bad boy song. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> uh, it's like, all related. He's experiencing the pleasure and the pain right now. Karen is what's going on. Ah! 
um yeah so she says we review i'll take that our cat account because it did no 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 mm-hmm. uh, hopefully he not listen to the kid no mm-hmm. yeah okay. well you know what life can't always be peaches and cream Karen. it can't um yeah we refuse to let this very private matter inflict any more pain than it already has on their family and ask so yeah she switched from we to they i mm. asked it say very private but you're putting out a press release i'm right right and ask that they that you respect their privacy any legal matters associated with the situation will be dealt with through the proper legal channels we reached out to steel barnett's lawyer for comment and of course she was like i'm already running coins and if it don't make me come it don't, it don't get me paid <laughs> oh man good for her mm-hmm. good for her uh all right let's move into some other stuff okay guys um still a little bit of uh uh, fucking with black people uh let me uh that segment on uh q is over now guys okay uh <laughs> oh boy uh marissa get these jokes when she googles one uh all right here we go y'all don't know y'all don't know We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with and we score them from zero to a hundred intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody. Yay. All right. I see a kitty. before, Before we start, I did want to just mention about Marissa's age. Mm-hmm. That there is a specific, you know, friction that exists when you have a partner that's 15 years younger than you. Mm. <laughs> you don't know half this stuff. But the only good thing is Marissa's kind of a Luddite. She's not a very tech. She's like the one millennial that's like, I don't like technology. Mm. Well, I feel like this is fucking with Marissa. So we, so, we, so we even <laughs> things out. But no, but on, on a serious tip, though, I think one of the, it's actually one of the strengths of our partnership, though, is our age difference. I think that a lot of people in my generation or who are my age miss the brilliance of younger people. And so I'm so blessed to work with somebody that is younger than me. So yeah, people, she, she, you see how she had to turn it around. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just dragging. She had to like do the mm. like, but she is a technophobe. That's true. Well, I, I do have, like, uh, cause I don't, like, my friendships on social media are so odd because, uh, so many people that do like me, I'm always like, why do you like me? Yeah, y'all, you fall out with them. Yeah, like, I don't even fall out. No, I'm, no, I'm saying, I don't even fall out with these people. They just like me. But I'm always of the, like, but, uh, you seem way more like better than me you know what i mean yeah, like and, 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 like politically like yeah, uh you, you like going you know what i mean like your pro blackness is like more radical than mine and shit and i'm just like i'm just waiting for the day that i'm just like hey man i love the obamas look at this black family and you to be like you neo-capitalist plutocrat motherfucker i'll be like you know what this was a bit it was kind of i be yelling back at the podcast all the time i just be like let me skip forward on this <laughs> i i, I, I appreciate let me appreciate y'all allowing me the space to be that you know and yeah. i and i try to do the same because you know lord knows i go to their page and they be like listen uh fuck obama and f- everybody that fuck with him and i'll be like scroll past that one uh that's oh <laughs> she, she got it she got it she got a new goldfish 
<laughs> you just look at me and Rob's timeline is like so, low key set yeah. tweets, just right. like back and forth. It's just, I'm like, I'm like, oh look, she got a goldfish. Oh, good for her. That was a good, beautiful goldfish. But I feel like that's half my half the people I know is like that. Like I, it's like everybody is either like my age or like super radical, like young black people and shit yeah so yeah i'm yeah i'm, I'm like not, i'm sorry to let y'all down but i'm not that radical i'm almost 40 <laughs> sometimes i'm just mad i'm not that radical people talk, no i'm no i'm just i'm like i grew up i grew up thinking up. we couldn't have a black president so i'm gonna just like cherish these niggas for a little longer uh and then we'll we'll you know we'll, we'll, we'll let you be the generation that's like fuck that shit dog uh i want a nigga president like you know and then i'll be excited when we get to nigga president like i'll celebrate it's, that too you feel any better I'm getting older. I, my birthday is on Sunday, actually. Aww. It is. Well, you know, every that's the other thing too, because uh, I think be 26. Yeah, Yay! like you, like not enough people, <laughs> not enough people put um, stock into the fact that uh, everybody's on different points in their journey. Yes, they are. And so yeah. sometimes I'll see people arguing, but you're really just arguing philosophy. You know, like mm-hmm. I because and 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 especially older people because younger people don't know no better but older people we do know better because we know when we were thinking that same shit like we all had a, mm-hmm. a militant phase that was like so militant that it was like nigga you know that's not gonna happen like we all had like your mom like you like and what we need to do is go down to the student square and smack george bush in his motherfucking face and your mom's <laughs> like okay like that that the time for that is for you for now but you know you will have to get a job and get out my house uh <laughs> one, one day i know the white man making you mad but one day the white man gonna be paying you right so like we all had that like inner balance and inner turmoil or whatever but i do see people like come down so a lot and i think it's a little different when young people kind of come at the older establishment i feel like that's that's kind of par for the course like that's just gonna happen um but yeah so i, I anyway I tell people i can't wait till i sell out life will be so much easier somebody tagged me something this morning be, talking about like oh i can't wait till marissa runs for president because i'll vote for her. i'm like i would never run for no fuck shit office and they're like well i'm hoping you will someday i'm like you know what god willing someday i will sell out and be like listen i'm done with this shit because yeah. this shit is dangerous let me do something comfortable and reformist but here call me a democrat well, I always, Give you know me what? Time with her, but <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've said, uh, I think I said a long time ago, and Karen reminded me, we were just talking in general at lunch the other day, and she was like, You, oh, I know what it was. Matter of fact, we might as well do this first for fucking with black people. It was about DeRay because DeRay was, has a podcast called Pod Saves America or something like, yeah, Save the People, I Pod Save the People. And a and like a tweet got um released that's like a promo for the um show and it's like a two minute video clip and it's him interviewing Katy Perry and so of course, you know, like all promo clips it's designed to get people talking about it. Um also like all promo clips, it's two minutes of a sixty minute conversation. Um and you just put it out into the world without like a lot of context for people. People gonna assume for good and bad, whatever, and then obviously arguing happened dragon happened shit was trending motherfuckers was fighting like it was it was a lot all at the same time but karen was i was telling uh karen reminded me that i said something a long time ago which is all this shit with these people being like super radical risking their lives getting arrested peppers all that shit for a lot of people that's gonna have it will come to an end one day and then it's like what are you gonna move on with the rest of your life because 
unless you're just gonna be getting you know pepper sprayed and showing up places especially if we're being frank for free most people want you to do it for free and like not just for free as in i don't want to put nothing on it but like your your ass better be broke like if i see you pull up and your car look a little too nice uh you a motherfucking embezzling ass coon that sold out the black community and shit like that so i think eventually all these people are gonna move on and i think people should allow them space to move on at some point because they might not they, where they're at now is i don't think they're gonna end up you know and unless it's gonna be like a lot of the activists of our age or before our age which they got killed you know like okay but ron they, yeah. i think you're missing a, 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 a central point you see that point where she put her hand on his knee i did see that i'm about to i'm about to you know, you know what yeah. you know what i heard when i when i saw that what if an officer stops you <laughs> oh, yes! well, i'm about to play the audio of it you guys want to be- oh did you want me to go oh, strike off screen okay yeah we can do that i just sang it and i was like <laughs> and then i took the screen grab yeah oh i saw that's what i saw first i didn't see the video first i saw people trending and making jokes about that um make <laughs> making jokes about that screen grab you know, like oh she like she petting him she looked like this oh i and haven't I, seen it and i was just like yeah that's not a good that's not gonna be a good look but like i said the ray might end up being over i don't know what the fuck he's gonna do for the rest of his life maybe he's not gonna you know what i mean i think everyone thinks all the people that they see that are in uh these different movements that are activists they see them like they gonna be malcolm x they gonna be martin luther king they gonna well somebody gonna be my uh reverend jerry jesse jackson somebody gonna end up being al sharpton somebody gonna be john lewis who went into he, politics he can, he can be al sharpton that sounds perfect yeah somebody gonna be like everybody gonna be something you know what i mean like <laughs> i th- like i think it's kind of that catch-22 of blackness especially pro-blackness nigga i'm not getting beat upside my head for the rest of my life you know what i mean at some point i'm like i'm getting a jerry curl and i'm getting a motherfucking jogging suit and i'm gonna go talk to these white people for a living it's a lot safer so but but i but i will say this i will say this rod with that though like there's a middle ground right Mm. like the only option isn't okay i'm going from the street so now i'm gonna go be fucking steve harvey right and i feel like we're always responsible for our decisions and the politics of our decisions like safety pin box is that for me and leslie even though we're at different life stages right it is safety box is very different than me getting my yoga pants on and clapping in bernie right. sanders face you know and a lot of people have tried to make that distinction for me of like right. oh she's grown up now like she's doing more respectable work but for me my politics are consistent from right. across that it's not sustainable to be doing and i knew from the moment we i got down off that stage i would never be able to do something in that way before because the moment was used up right that's right. not sustainable or whatever but it doesn't mean that now doing safety pin box, right, that the politics around that don't matter, right? Mm. I still need to be accountable. <laughs> like, there, you, there, I think we're always trying to strive for ways for when we move, move to do something different to still be doing it in a way that, that pushes things forward. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. like, for us, that's been a big thing with us with safety pin box. If you would have told me a year ago, Marissa, you're going to be running a subscription box for white folks, I would have been like, fuck you, fuck her. Right. Fuck whoever that person is who's doing that. But one of the things that we've worked in in our business is like, okay, but are we supporting our base politics? Like, are we are we really keeping ourselves accountable to the community that we're accountable to, which is black women? 
and, and that's the thing, right? There's a there's a middle because there's ways we could do safety pin box that could be really honestly, truly way more beneficial monetarily for me and Leslie and fucked up. We don't have to give nobody money. Right. That 70K could be in our pockets. Do you know what I mean? And even more, we could have gone on every, you know, there are, there are choices that we made to have a certain hard line where if we would have pandered to white folks, we would have way more subscribers, way more money or whatever. So I say all of that to say, like, I think there's an in-between. And I think what we're always trying to strive for, and you say this, like, to yourself is like find what you're okay with and what you're comfortable with and i don't think that because people are moving on to different things that that doesn't leave any space for critique because i think especially when you have a platform you always have control over like how you choose to go about that platform yeah let me clarify because i i do want to be clear this isn't me saying you can't be critiqued and this also isn't me saying this is either or i'm saying some people are going to pick to be oprah you know what i mean mm-hmm. like there's too many people in that in that movement so well, not everybody's gonna make the same like have like even the entry point everyone like it becomes the further you're away from it i think for for all you know us out on the out of it on the outside of it it's like everybody has to fit the same paradigm so it's like i saw you marching you must have the same politics as the other person marching no mm-hmm. you know right. some people some people walked in and went my ultimate goal is that i think uh the progressive values for black people will be achieved through political progress it will it will be through working within the system and there's other people that are like i'm an agitator i'm never gonna fucking work within the system you know like you know what i'm saying so like i think right so i think what happens is that we at least us on the outside we ascribe values to people where it's like oh this nigga changed i don't know maybe he always was like no i'm gonna do this this and this and this right and and maybe other people ascribe values to him for like that blank slate so to me Mm -hmm. i'm like somebody gotta go be al sharpton because when al sharpton went in it's not like al sharpton said me and malcolm x we the same he was like one day i'm gonna be doing what i believe that will progress black people but also i want to go be on tv or whatever the fuck else so Yeah, it's gonna, like, especially with how young them people were. Very young. Them motherfuckers are going to be everywhere. Cause they're gonna, unless they die, which I pray that they don't, but unless they die doing it, they gotta go make a living at some point. And I feel like it's fucked up cause I also watch activists be destitute. I watch people yep. be, I watch, I watch activists have to put their PayPal on social media. And I'm like, that's the same person I watch get pepper sprayed right so so like i don't feel right about that either and i know that when the ends ain't meeting and when the money ain't there motherfuckers gonna do what they gotta do so what in in varying degrees whatever they can live with as as marissa said some people can live with being oprah and some people can live with out of their car you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. sometimes i just look at people i'm like it i feel almost ashamed watching people let them down like to watch people that put them a a high level of scrutiny on these very young people like you Mm -hmm. didn't say this right you didn't do that right why were you wearing this look at your hair i don't like you fuck you you know like i watch it i watch it happen to y'all right i watch people monday morning quarterback the decisions y'all make and people that don't have any skin in the game and don't help anyone don't spread any like don't Don't support nothing right they just sit back expect you to work and then and then judge so as a person on the outside i don't have a dog in the fight i just i just look at the decisions y'all make and be like well somebody had to make that decision too like 
good luck mm-hmm. to all y'all because i you know at any rate back to fucking with black people um <laughs> people were fucked with by this interview guys uh Katy perry went to talk to deray on his podcast they leaked the two minute clip i have no idea uh what the full context of the other of the conversation will end up being he was saying to like wait till it's all the way out um i think that's impossible on social media no people don't wait till it's all the way out if you put a snippet out they're gonna talk about the snippet and and maybe if they care they'll talk about the full context of what you put out um let me see if i can make this bigger all right so this is caddy I've made several mistakes, even in like the This Is How We Do video about how I wore my hair and having a hard conversation with one of my empowered angels, Cleo, about what does it mean? Why? Empowered angels? (laughs) What? How did I miss that the first time I saw this shit? Empowered angels? She said Cleo, like Miss Cleo. I just see her like calling Miss Cleo up on the phone. Is empowered angels? Appropriation does. (laughs) Call one nine hundred appropriation. Hey, is is um is Cleo? No, it's like she literally couldn't say "black woman." Right? Like, I was like, "Isn't okay?" So literally couldn't say it. Okay, Les- you know Leslie what? picked up what I was saying. The fact that that's who should be sitting. She should be sitting across from right now. Right. That's why she couldn't actually say those words. Yeah, so I was just, to make bullshit. Yeah, Leslie picked up exactly what I was gonna. I was like, it's "Empowered angel." code for black woman i was talking about my empowered angels uh i hope that empowered angels getting paid (laughs) i'm changing my twitter handle to empowered angel real quick right i feel like no black woman is hanging around Katy perry for free though i mean Mm -mm. come on Mm -mm. they gotta they they gotta be getting some coins Mm -hmm. i mean you know what we know they getting coins you know how we know they getting coins because taylor swift hired them motherfuckers from right from under her ass before that tour so (laughs) we we actually do know that they get coins because they were like oh taylor paying more oh caddy good luck on your tour uh (laughs) yeah you roll over here all you want to i'm gonna shake it off yeah i hope y'all can learn that left shark choreography because i got a dip uh all right back to this uh interview conversation with one of my empowered angels cleo about what does it mean why why can't i wear my hair that way or what is the history behind wearing the hair that way and she told me about the power in black women's hair and how beautiful it is and the struggle. And I listened and I heard and I didn't know. And I won't ever understand some of those things because of who I am. I will never understand. But I can educate, my, educate myself. And that's what I'm trying to do along the way. And even in, you know, my intention to like appreciate Japanese culture, I did it wrong with a performance. And I didn't know that I did it wrong until I heard people saying I did it wrong. And sometimes that's what it takes is it takes someone to say out of compassion, oh. out of love, hey, do you, this is where the origin is, you know, and do you understand? And not just like a clap back, you know, yeah. because it's hard to hear those clap backs sometimes and you want it, your ego just wants to turn from them. <laughs> Yo, the hand on the leg was egregious though. She said clap. Yeah. Yeah, the clap back is. I mean, Yo, in all, in all fairness. All on white people bingo. All of them. In all fairness, I, I will say this though, in all fairness the black women clapback is the most epic of the clapbacks though that is true 
It is, but Rob, let me also say this. It's mm-hmm. really easy to stay on the not clapback side of, of the street. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't ask for a lot or we don't expect very much. Yep. And most of the time when you see the clapback, it's not, we don't clap back at the initial thing. We right. expect white people to fuck up and we expect men to fuck up. That is right. our lot in life and we understand it very well. We've been living it, right? The problem is when we point this shit out to you with compassion and kindness, you turn into an asshole and that's when you get the clap back. Yep. So the the idea of a 32-year-old woman actually being like, I just didn't know. Bitch, use Google. Right. Like, it's your friend. Stop playing dumb out in these streets. Like nobody's had a fucking conversation about appropriating black women's hair before or haven't said it about you and every one of your bullshit ass white women contemporaries for fucking years. You trash. The clap, the clap back. The clap back is kale. It's kale. It's your sustenance. It's giving you nutrients. It's Mm -hmm. helping you live and you get all your sustenance from black women. You get all your culture from black women, but we're not supposed to have an opinion on the shit that you say. And we got to say, like the clap back is fun when you're not on it. Like people, the crazy thing about the whole clap that thing, and I've experienced this is like people want you to perform the clap back. Like right. they love that shit, and they expect you to be that person and that woman in every space mm-hmm. until the shit turns on them, and then they feel like <gasps> betrayed. And it's like, uh, but bitch, you've been wanting me to be a dog this whole time, but mm-hmm. you just thought like I never say shit to you. So I'm sure if it was like quote unquote feminism, she'd be like, yeah, clap back. But when it turns on her, it's a problem. I guarantee she has at least once retweeted some clap back at Tay Tay. Nigga. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. I hope it was a snake emoji. (laughs) Yes. And, and now also, uh, and, and I'm, I'm just saying, the, Snapchat. the black woman, the black woman clap black TM is the, the, the filthiest dragons on, on the internet, dog. It's the, like when you see those dragons, it's like, yo, just, I'm glad I'm not you is what I be thinking when I see, like when I just see somebody catching it and it's like black women throwing it, I'm just like, dog that was a bad decision you know and you, and leslie's right it's always after uh leslie's right it's always after the double down you know like it like they catch a little heat when the initial fuck up but it's always when they just say some shit like uh maybe if you guys would watch your tone and i'm like <gasps> and it's just a, a flood just oh, comes you, through oh, you people oh yeah yeah, yeah. i've always been nice to be really bad it has to be really bad because i don't know a black woman that's not doing 15 fucking things in their life at any given goddamn right and if you made me stop all the shit that i'm doing to come and have to hand you your ass listen it's gonna be a full fucking meal that's what it's gonna be because yep. i shouldn't have to do that you should be grown enough to handle your business accordingly and because you aren't well yeah you're gonna catch these hands that's what you're gonna catch and nobody's checking for us too like mm-hmm. Who's out here really chucking for black women other than black women? Yeah. Who's out here supporting black women? Like, what the fuck? We don't owe you shit, nigga. Like, what are you talking about here? Like, nobody's chucking for us. Everybody wants us to do all this labor. So, yeah, bitch, you're going to get in the clap back. You're glad, you're glad somebody didn't actually slap your ass because well, you should have got slapped. That's what should have happened to you. And so it's just it's just so wild. And this whole, like, Leslie be talking about uh the white a white female aggression. I don't mm. know if you've seen her and D. Yes. Delgado got this whole funny like video on it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like white women will do actual physical violence, uh, financial, emotional violence to black women mm-hmm. and fucking gaslight the shit out of them. Yep. And then when they're corrected on their shit, they any 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 checking them on anything. It's vi- oh, it's a clapback. It's violence. They they like cannot wait to be the victim. 
and, and like uh she's doing the um when you pull the manager to the side to try to have a personal conversation voice um which isn't fooling me because um you also were the person that was saying nigga all these times around these black dudes that and not just like the coon ass black dudes that be like she could say it i'm trying to fuck but like the black dudes that were like can you please stop though no 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 but seriously i know we're in paris we get the joke you have to stop calling me a nigga because it's very disrespectful you know what i mean like that Yo, dude this bitch just took the picture with migos fucking they're standing there regular ass and she's like that was weeks ago right weeks like what are you talking about you've learned framing as i just didn't know that i didn't do something the correct way like that's fucking gaslighting as a motherfucker the issue isn't that you weren't perfect and that people because not only people jumped on her because she didn't do something perfect the first time like no bitch you were fucking violent and fucking harmful and then now you're you're always escaping like culpability for all the fucking time like and what did you learn would be a good follow-up question you didn't learn shit because here's the thing those two pieces of work that she mentioned that she now admits she did incorrectly right i can still watch them on vimeo i can still see them on her website i can still find them on title you haven't pulled the content that you yourself have admitted was inappropriate so where is the action to back up back up this so-called knowledge that you have gained white people love to say that educating themselves in and of itself is something I'm yes. not impressed. You read a book. Congratulations. So did I. Right. I don't really see how that has any bearing on your uh, viability as a true ally or a support system for people that actually need it. And it's gross. It's right. gross. And also, and where like, was, where was mm. where was Miss Cleo when you were doing that dance with Migos where you yelled Offset and you were doing this? <laughs> where was your where was your angel Cleo? Oh, where was she at well my other thing my other thing too is like where's your buy-in into these communities like do you talk about these tragedies that happen to these communities um you know like when you dabble in and you're just like i'm gonna take sample some of this hip-hop i'm gonna take some of these dance moves i'm gonna wear cornrows and gold teeth for my video well where where else do you see us you know what i mean if that's all you see of us then that does talk about the stereotype it's kind of like the bill maher thing where bill maher makes a lot of jokes about black people but uh ice cube told him sometimes you sound like a redneck trucker and bill maher was like oh no 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 that's going too far And he's like that's my opinion i watch a show and that's what i think like you you do you know what i mean you do do the uh big black dick angry aggressive black man that's what a black man is well whenever you cherry pick from our culture and the things you cherry pick are uh gold teeth cornrows uh you know certain dance moves and shit it does say this is what you see us as and it's very difficult to not uh believe that and then when your uh explanation later when called on it is just like well i learned from it it's like well what did you learn how you know a hundred thousand dollars to flint could you learn that right right like there's there's still causes and things you can support you know it like at at minimum you know um you found a way to champion um you found a way to champion like feminism with certain causes with, with certain anthems and songs i don't understand why a black person can't address systematic racism in their fucking song you know what i mean feminism don't include black people you didn't know that right like to me i feel like this whole album and this 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 new makeover she has is a how do i turn the 53 percent back to the 100 percent move like the whole 
like everything about it just seems foul to me from the you know the video where she's like oh y'all gonna cry i changed my hair you gonna cry because you miss obama too and it's like where did that come from what they got to do with your hair you know what i mean it's like that kind of weird shit when you were just the one telling everybody i'm i'm it's all about hillary and my parents are some racist i swear her and miley coordinated it was like the timing was so perfect. right i feel like it's the new cut i feel like taylor swift about to get it i'm gonna call it calling this the 53 percent cut like we used, to, <laughs> we, we used to call this the cut uh for anybody okay, that, what you cut it i want to see your manager cut right the but this new cut i think this is the 53 percent right now dog uh all right it's almost over it's like 20 seconds left. and i've had i've been so grateful to have great teachers and great friends that will really hold me accountable even when i said that i wasn't a feminist because i didn't know what that word meant mm-hmm. you know someone pulled me aside in a quiet space and didn't shame me didn't judge me my friend Shannon, she just says, sweetheart, I love you. And I just want to show you what the Webster's definition in the dictionary says about what it is to be a feminist. And it's just equality. And so like, so are you a feminist? Yes, sir. I am. I am a feminist. And I think it's a beautiful thing to want equality for all females, for all women. And I know in addition that there are gentlemen out there that can, my judgment all right yes some of um some of uh uh, one thing i hate about her response though is a lot of it is about the tone people talk to her in yeah like i can learn it but only if y'all are being nice to me the people that were mean to me i don't learn anything when you're mean listen rod when everybody was calling me a sarah palin uh spy and calling me a cunt and a bitch and fat and i get death threats I'm trying to figure out where was the quiet spaces for mm. me, for other black women on the internet. Like, Leslie, where are your quiet spaces? I was just about to say, do, do, do we get to experience racism in a quiet place? Because last I heard, y'all just, you know, start hurling epithets and uh, accusations at black folks, all all without any consequence to, to your actions at all. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see. No, white people love to do this. They like to uh, equate um, the feelings that they have when they're called on their shit with the real racism and oppression that um, people of color and marginalized people feel. Right. Because to them it feels the same, right? But they haven't felt the other thing. So they love to make this equation like, well, you know, as if what's been holding uh, black people back all this time is we just needed to not have an attitude. If that's we would it. just that's, talk that's to her. That's been it the whole time, if y'all. We, if we would just talk to her, nice guys, okay? We could have been got over this, but nope, we had to get our jokes on. Um, and that's why she didn't know it was wrong to keep saying nigga when those black people asked her not to keep saying it. So we just need to put Trump in a quiet space. Just pull him to the <laughs> Just talk to him and, and his voters. And, and his voters. Him the dictionary and yes. just say hey, hey hon i love you right right you. come to the 53 come to the 53 percent you know the I'm thing the me. thing for me too uh in this and i don't know if, if niggas just are not hip to game yet do not let these white people uh especially these white women that completely have beef with the black women like that is the the main injured party in this shit don't provide cover for them by by softening them because you ain't gonna do nothing but get roasted too dog like it's been enough niggas at this point that we can be like yeah dog you can say that interview because like it's not like because i the other thing is the optics of some nigga like going in on some white woman it ain't never gonna work anyway 
you know what i mean like so so you can't ever do the interview that needs to be done in the first place the same way that all those people interviewed rachel dolezal and then uh ijioma interviewed her and then we were like and it's done thank you you know what i mean like i don't think we've heard of her name since then you know mm-hmm. like but it took that long before you could sit her down across the in the room from the one fucking thing she's afraid of the most injured party that sees through all her charades and trickery and goes let me unmask your ass for the whole world that's the one thing they're afraid of and they're never gonna sit down and do that and the only thing you're gonna do is piss off a whole lot of black women whether it's that mm-hmm. x and lb dude you know deray pissed off all these people yesterday it doesn't even matter how the rest of the interview comes out a lot of people just got turned off from the objects of this her with the reserved voice touching your leg uh getting to kind of like spin her yarn about how things went down when these women know exactly how it went down they know shit about it that i'll never know because i'm just not a black woman i didn't pick up on uh and and she didn't just have a gold teeth but she also was snapping her hand i'm like i didn't even watch the, i didn't even watch the video i don't know um also like when you do the interviews like this you have to do so much research you can't really be just finding stuff out about it like you have to like that line of questioning you have to be prepared to be like all right so she gonna say this probably and then i have to counter with blank or i have to at least ask her to elaborate on you know well what did you learn you say you learned what exactly have you learned because it's easy to be like i learned that's an end statement right oh and i learned and now i'm not racist and i'm good right oh okay well what'd you learn uh yeah, you say you have some teachers. Name some, who are your teachers, right? Miss Cleo. Miss, uh, let's see, Miss Cleo, Jackie <laughs> from two two seven, Jack Hay. Oh Lord. Um, I, like that's like it's all those things that kind of like I said. I think a, a black woman would just kind of know and come into that ring like let's let's have it out. The other thing is maybe Katy Perry will never sit down across from a black woman because she know no, better. They, they, they never do because the truth be told, when, I feel like this, white women know that you cannot put no magical spells on us. We don't give a fuck about your tears. Right. We don't give a fuck about your makeup. We don't give a fuck about you falling out. Right. We don't give a fuck about your feelings. We are like, look, I got questions for you, and these are the questions that I won't answer. Here's a Kleenex, bitch. Cry, dry your <laughs> eyes. Answer my questions. Like, you know, you, I, I'm not trying to fuck you, so my penis ain't getting hard looking at you. I, right. I, I, there's, no, there's nothing sexual happening here. So there's nothing you can do to turn me on and to distract me from the questions that I have have for you yeah i uh had this but that's not even deray's thing right deray right. is a queer is a queer yeah man. It's, it's not even like deray's going I mean, I mean, yeah well i think karen's talking in general but yeah right right it's, in it's, general that's like the there's idea. she can't use her feminine wiles on presumably on a black woman who's there to get in her ass like right, right you right, can't because, then be like i'm katie perry i'm just a nice enchanted angel and i'm here to empower you it's like no 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 what we're gonna do is explain them cornrows and them gold teeth that's what right let's go back to that specifically what was behind that decision and nobody wants to have that conversation right because like they can't spin it in the i've learned i'm better i i i've read two things they can't even do it you know you can't no one anyway there's there's more to the interview and i'm sure you know um it's you know presumptuous to, to to judge the whole thing I probably will check out the whole interview just to see if it it gets any better than that because you know that if that's the because normally you pick the hottest clip 
if that's the hottest clip that's that's not that doesn't look very well it's not it's not good and, and my thing is yeah most most of the time the people that interview them most of the time they're straight men so that's right. why i was going on most of the time the people right. that interview these white women are straight men well they pick black men at, straight at, or it doesn't matter the they pick us because black. we are bridges to privilege right so we like they view us as well you understand how these black women can be right mm-hmm. that's how they view us like that that's why they you know lena Dunham had nothing in common with a black dude really like you know like you, you're picking him because you don't who you don't want to pick he's they're just good enough for the optics without you sitting in the room with somebody that's really about to undress you um and that's all it is and i don't ever want to be used that way although i did have this wonderful idea where i present myself as an interviewer for white women in distress and then i leave the room like um like jerry springer when they have uh those cheating tests i leave oh, and then like karen karen just hops out the closet and does the interview while i'm gone they don't want that. i would love that i think it would be it would make a great interview series of just me being That's like great. lena before we I'll go be in right. i'm gonna get something to drink i'll be right back and then karen just comes out like listen bitch and then she's like what <laughs> what happened what 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 happened to rod what they, happened to that nice man they, they don't want don't that. worry about him don't right worry about him like like i was like uh I said the problem only problem is if it's Karen Karen such a white woman ah I'm done like Karen doesn't know uh white these white women and keep up with their antics so Mm-mm. I feel like Karen's interviews would still have a lot of people upset because she would be angry <laughs> and she, but happy like you white I'm mad because you white you done <laughs> fucked up somewhere I don't know what the fuck you did Twitter said you fucked up where you fucked up that's gonna be like half interview. yeah half the interview is gonna be her asking who they are right who is are you what what, what do Get right. here, like make them explain themselves right. fully. Why are you even talking to Rod? What made right. you think you needed to speak with Rod today? I'm, I'm Who like, are your people? Where you come from? I, like I had a whole little skit I wrote out on Twitter that was like Caribbean, like um now who are you again? Uh Katie Perry. Katie, uh what do you do? I sing. What what you sing? Uh you know, like fireworks. I won't know fireworks, uh roar. What like a like a dinosaur? Like I could just see a whole <laughs> yeah. ass interview. That's how the interview would go. Well, me having I would just be mad. I was, I was like, at one point, I had to come back in the room and be like, Karen, she she was at the super. She sang at the Super Bowl. <laughs> which which one? The one with Beyonce? No, not the not the one with Beyonce. The other one with Beyonce. I, I, I mean, the, the, the one where she jumped out the roof. Not that no, one. No, no, that's not different. White woman. Uh, she had the shark malfunction. The sharks was dancing wrong. What you do to get in this room? What's your name? And I and then Katy Perry would be like, uh, Roderick, can you stay? And I'll be like, Nah, I gotta go. I just I just wanted to correct that information. Uh, bye, Caddy. <laughs> you know, she's like, but it's not Caddy. It's Katy. Whatever. Uh, good good luck. Uh, <laughs> anyway uh zero to 100 guys at uh katie perry's uh interview uh karen oh she get 100 okay she's a 100 all-star it seems mm-hmm. okay all right uh leslie yeah she definitely gets 100 marissa Duray yeah. gets 100 yeah i'm yeah i'm talking a whole yeah the whole interview okay good 100 because that nigga let her do it mm, so 50 for so you only half fucked with Mm-hmm. all right all right yeah i think it's 100 for me man i just don't want to see us any of us and i know it's impossible because you know we ain't a monolith but i just hate to see any black person attributing to the softening of these uh, these motherfuckers that violate like this because it feels like they don't they're they're only there for the same reason that bill maher had the black people on his show friday which is mm-hmm. to signal to other white people if this black person is not hostile towards me 
and accepting of me then that means you guys can come back to liking me again because i'm not racist no and also it gets used as a bludgeon because right. i guarantee you what will happen this next couple of weeks is that people white women will take this clip and they'll show it to whatever black woman is telling them the real and telling them that right. they're doing something wrong and they'll say look if you did look at Katy perry if you spoke to me nicely then i would understand what you were saying because you know for 400 fucking years uh being focused on white feelings has has really contributed to ending racism thus far. It's really yeah. worked out well for all of us. Yeah. What yeah, and I think the, these I think the difference too with the mayor thing is it's like if you're going on Bill Mayer shows, you're you're going on his platform. Right. This is supposed to be DeRay's platform. You know, we're always talking about wanting right. to have black folks gotta get in the system, gotta work your way up. Well, this is why you have to do all these fucked up things so you can get this visibility, so you can get this platform to do good. Right. Okay, but then if you can't do shit when you have the plat, if you if you have the platform, and you still allow fuckery. Right. Either that's on you, or there was no point in working up the system anyway. So it's like right. that. That's my thing. Is it's like this is you know when you're like I think it is different than than you know Bill Mary because this is supposed to be this this quote unquote black man leader in the movement's fucking national ass platform, and we'll see the rest of it. But this is what he allowed to take place in those two minutes, right. and I think like. Honestly, that does fall on him. Right. That either falls on him or it shows that the whole facade of like wanting black people to work up the rank is, is a sham. Yeah, I think uh the thing with uh the reason I said Mar is not because of him, but the black people that went on, they were just there to sign to signal to white people. It was never about black people. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I Except when Simone I Sanders came through and I don't even care for her. Oh yeah, Simone Sanders. First of all, Simone Sanders did come through, and she was what not addressed at all by anyone. Yep. So, Nobody so at all. right, the one person that did center, like, well, what about these black people? It was like this is not about them, right? So that's what I'm saying is like that. This interview gave me the same feeling of oh, it's not about us. It's no. about her promoting her brand and her album and being like, I'm still a good white person and white people who buy my stuff. Cause, they even you know, got her album shot in the background, right? Right, right. Yeah, and I'm sure that's part of the deal. You know, like, uh, whatever fucking setup she does, her, her people are going to be like, and you're going to get the album, right? Because, I mean, uh, if not, we can leave. Like, so I, it's, it's that, but that tells you what it's about. It's about selling all that. But see, that's the same thing. We've had to make decisions like this with our show. Like we've had people that they're doing press tours, they have a book to promote, they have uh you know, they're they're a celebrity in some other right and they want to be affiliated with our type of blackness mm-hmm. and get our audience. We've had to make that decision. It's the beauty of working for ourselves. It's the beauty of like being more than just a name on the front of like a, a, a brand where it's just like actually there's twenty seven people that work here and then it's called the blank show. So like the beauty is that me and Karen can be like, I don't like that nigga, I don't like that nigga either fuck them don't put them on the show right like we can be like that and i think that's uh that's something i think that's something that like you said uh when you work your way up into a situation there's too many situations for black people where it's just lose lose anyway like yeah yeah, your name's on the door you don't own shit you know if they if fucking uh i don't like whatever if loudspeakers or whoever tells you you got to do something you either got to do it or quit you know, like like at some like at some point, there's always this fucking compromise, and that and like I said, when I see an interview like that, at least from the two minute clip, I like let me reiterate, do not write me. I don't know if the shit, if I see sixty minutes of it later and I go, 
all right well i guess he did ask some like cool but as of now the two minute clip they chose to use to promote it it's gonna leave a lot of people with sour taste in their mouth if they black a lot of white people look that shit like good oh thank god whoo she's she's not racist anymore guys we can start liking her again i'm gonna go cut my hair down to the 53 percent and get out here and start dancing but for the rest of us it's like man that's an opportunity that felt wasted uh to have her explain more and to go into depth with her specific inference like her specific trespasses um and as always like i said uh it always looks bad when there's not a black woman in the room asking those questions it's just always going to there's anytime someone specifically trespasses against black women we are now at a point in 2017 we all know better we all because we always see the feedback when it doesn't go right we always see it there's so much shit that i'm just like i'll read an interview from a black woman talking to some one of these motherfuckers and i'm like yep would have never thought of that question she thought of that because she lived that you know what i mean there's no like there's there's no way for me to relate to that you know some so anyway man i i like i would have probably said no to an interview like that specifically it's a little different it's a little different for us because karen would have been here but in general i just don't want to be part of your redemption tour dog but today there was an article about um i think it was amanda um sears Mm -hmm. that she was at a i guess a dinner party that Katy perry had live like broadcast and it was supposed mm-hmm. to bring together like all of these thought leaders and this and <coughs> the other thing and she gave a talking to to Caitlyn Jenner and now I'm wondering was DeRay just at this dinner party and they did mm-hmm. the show while they were there not that it changes anything but it's interesting to me to see mm-hmm. like what would have been a personal invitation turn into something else and that's why when I when Marissa says about like the platforms that we you know attain or whatever the the privilege that we have and the platforms that we build you know one of the hardest things about safety pin box for us has been like having to wear a businesswoman and an organizer hat at the same time, like knowing when we need to put one of those on and when we need to put the other one, take, take the other one off and vice versa. Cause we are trying to build a sustainable business because that's how we get the things that we want for ourselves as individuals and for other people. But at the same time, we have to always consider our politic and there's been opportunities where we're like, you know what? I don't know if we can do that. Even one of the articles that we got the most play off of, which was in New York magazine, you know, they were the first people to write like a hatchet job on us right after we launched like this horrible, like opinion piece that they published about how terrible we were. And when they came calling the second time, like we had to have a conversation, like, should we just tell these motherfuckers like, nah, fuck you? Or do we use the platform? And we decided to go ahead because it was a different conversation. But those are the decisions that people are faced with every day. And we do have to take responsibility for them. If we had said yes to that article and it was fuck shit again, like we only would have ourselves to blame in that moment. Because we went into this, you know, with eyes wide open, understanding how people can utilize our blackness, right, for their own gain and their own um purposes that have nothing to do with what we came to the table for and it's it's just you know one of those black taxes that we always have to know that we are paying consistently and if we're going to public about our shit and that being said if trump ever invites safety pin box to the white house we going well I'll, all right uh I'm also uh, I, no i just i went all right like because i'm telling you like i consistently i'm not doing the work so whatever the fuck y'all do i'm just gonna be like I uh, hope that works out. Like I'm not, 
I, I don't feel any level of authority and i think way too many people feel a level of authority over people that have done the work like it mm-hmm. i don't like that but mm, i you don't know uh, yeah I'm so not. If, if if y'all i just be like they must got a plan they probably like stole a laptop they got the nuclear codes i don't know like i don't they're gonna record him saying some shit yeah like i don't know what it is but i trust them hopefully they got something going but what i was gonna say too um with, with all the, like this redemption tour shit that you know she's doing um bringing everybody together um there's also the thing where podcasting is more difficult than y'all think like Come for on, a lot dog. of people and you can get used real quick because people will be like i like kate when you see katie perry you're watching a media machine who knows what the preconditions for an interview in are who knows what the fuck you can't ask her right. who knows how much time limit she has who knows how many people are in her ear being like like you ask a question they step up no 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 no, no. you can't no you can't ask katie that so you, you gotta rephrase that remember we're not talking about that thing so like who knows you're talking to a it's a business at that point um so while it might they sell organic like oprah sells organic like you see an interview and you think oh they sat down had tea and talked to, no the fuck they didn't like 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 that was a business meeting you just watched happen you know that was pr for one person and pr for the other person's show too i'm gonna need a juicy clip you know i'll help you promote your book but i'm gonna need two minutes with you saying something so like until you have the pull and the leverage and the experience like you might end up in situations like this maybe uh i he, i saw deray was going back and forth with people saying you know hey people are being critical i'm listening look maybe he'll learn from this this is on like the fourth episode or something maybe he'll learn from it man because i don't think you get two of these i don't think you get you know what i mean for a lot of people you don't get one of these so so like it's you know if it's if it isn't like i said i only saw two minutes if it isn't you know fire them other 58 minutes then it's gonna have to be a teachable moment learning opportunity something because you can't do this twice man you know especially the thing with the or maybe respond to the feedback on your show or something like address bring somebody on to talk about it with you like something because like that's such a huge but he tweeted about it yeah well i saw him tweeting about like i'm learning from this uh i appreciate constructive criticism is the point i can't even talk to her do y'all not even want me to talk to her what is the you know when people were giving him feedback because it's twitter it's not like one person was like and this is the right answer it was a bunch of people and all as a all you can do is take that in so whether the preponderance of people are like fuck that don't talk to that trick or or whether they're like do talk to her but where are these questions at you have to make a decision for your show and your brand what you're willing to live with the question for me is always going to come back down to what was to gain from the interview of having that person if i can't give the interview that needs to happen then i don't want the person on my airways you see what I I'm think saying? that happens a lot when we see podcasts that are like brought forward by like somebody's backing it, right? Because they're right. not building their own platform in that case, right? Right? Somebody gave them a specific, you know, brand that they purchased in this moment to do whatever, right. and that's what it seems like a lot of these newer podcasts are. And it's not a slight on them. I've had some right. of them are very good, whatever, right. you know, um, that have come out. Another round is a great example of a, it's yeah. a good podcast, right? right? Um, the hosts are really great, but also the platform is not just them, right? It's right. a buzz feed 
product. And so you see that it's very different than what you and Karen do, which right. is you've decided, okay, this is our house. We're going to do this the way we want to do it. And, it right. and everything that comes through is going to be reflective of our brand and what we want it to be. And there's going to be cost That's not how that. it is in a lot of these other podcasts. And there's going to be cost of that too. Like there's yeah. shit, that shit that Karen and I will never have. Like we ain't visiting the White House. That's that's never happening. Mm-hmm. So like, there's also limitations to it. So you have to make the choices that you want to stick with. And also, if you do roast Katy Perry, yo ass ain't getting no other interviews from these other pop ch- chicks. Like when they like that was your shot. You know what I mean? So it's just what the fuck do you want to live with? Basically, uh, I choose to live with I number one first and foremost. I have to respect myself. And then number two, I want to have the respect of my people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't ever want to be like, man, fuck these niggas. I just got to get it today. You know, like, I always kind of want to consider, like. I don't know now. The price is right. We Karen might, will sell y'all we out. We might sell out. Next yeah. thing you know, we're going to be y'all competition selling uh safety uh cushions. Yeah, Karen will sell out in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm the only one that will be trying to hold it back. But if y'all ever see me on TV with a perm and a jogging <laughs> suit, y'all know. <laughs> Y'all know that Karen was like just too convincing, okay? Okay, it's, I've tried to fight for y'all, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I don't know, man. When I saw that interview, I was just like, it's everything wrong for for two minutes. And I hope that he either quits himself or learns from that or whatever, because I do think podcasting shit is difficult, and I think that media game that's a whole nother level. Um, when you start fucking with them big ass pop stars and shit, they'll stick their fans on you. They'll stick their lawyers on you all kinds of shit so i don't want to get yeah, I, I say I, the only thing that i would throw in there is that i will say this of deray mm-hmm. he is probably the most media savvy personality yeah. in this movement period if right. there's anybody that has no excuse to say i don't know how media works mm. it's him he is incredibly media savvy it's his strong suit it's he has led with it from day one right. and it's why you see him on these large platforms schooling grown ass people whose jobs it is to talk about this same stuff you right. know in his blue vest because he is very media savvy so i don't think it's a case of him not knowing mm. um i i find that hard to believe okay. and so when you say that 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 statement about you're watching two PR machines go at the same time. It's right. true. That's what happened. The problem is one of those functioned a little better than the other. Yeah, and I mean so like balance I, was yeah. off, right? Well okay, here's the thing. Maybe function not. right. Did it did it not function? Because if it's Maybe. a choice, if the right if the choice is and the audience is who we know it is then maybe that's just a choice. Yes, not us. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? Like is like I said, not everybody's gonna be doing the same shit coming out of this that they they went in i I think i don't know i think that expectation for a lot of people is gonna lead to a lot of heartbreak and a lot of anger and shit and i'm i'm not gonna have it because i mean i think the very first conversation me and leslie had uh it was kind of an argument but it was i just don't (laughs) i just don't believe in nobody like if you like i don't hold you to no standards like if I find out you did some crazy shit, I'm just like, niggas do crazy shit. I don't know. If I find <laughs> out you did something great, awesome. Hey, cool. I appreciate you giving some money to such and such. Or, damn, this nigga Kaepernick kneeling, that's dope. But I, at no point will I be like, the next time, be like, this nigga ain't kneel. What the fuck? Like, I'm going to always be like, I'm back to zero again. This nigga kneeled one time. Oh, every week <laughs> Kaepernick kneeled, I was always like, he did it again. This nigga, it, what good for him? You know, that's all, that's all I got for you, dog. Like, I understand the game is rigged, so do what you gotta do. All right. Everybody gave it a hundred. 
Mm-hmm. It was a good conversation. And uh, I'm glad we had some activists on, so I didn't have to be like in here just being like, I hate this nigga's fucking up. And then just people be like, what did you do? <laughs> uh, one time I had like uh, stood uh, longer in line at Dunkin' Donuts to prove a point. Oh, Lord. Uh, that's the extent of my activism. Um, <laughs> 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 you know okay can i just tell you this real quick my my black father when i started doing blm work and activism and i was like out in the streets and and you know the sanders thing and everything you know my father looked me dead in my eye and he said i'm really proud of you and the work that you're doing in the movement and he said you playing your role out there in the streets and i hope you stay safe i'm playing my role here because somebody's got to win the Facebook arguments. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. He said it dead face. He said, my role is as a Facebook activist to um, have conversations with these white people um, and, you know, change hearts and minds on Facebook. That's my role. We right. all have different roles. And I'm not saying yours isn't better than mine. Mine's not better than yours. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> yeah, we, we all working hard. We all got the same goal. Like, okay, first of all, you're trash. Right. <laughs> Look, the second I agree with him. Like I don't have I don't have the Black Lives Matter activist because he argues with white people on Facebook. I I don't have no any any situation that leads to somebody else putting hands on you, you you win. I don't I'm not trying to trump your active you get to do what you want. You know, I see that too often where people like, Oh man, what they should have said nigga go out there and do it then ain't no permits go just go on out there and be like protest i tell you what i'll slap a cop in his face good luck okay i hope it works out for you too because my ass will be here in the ac like hey man uh are we raising bail money like what is it a gofundme or something like uh is there a a petition i can i can uh fat forward to some people i'm I'm that type of person like like i my activism is more on the outskirts if that makes sense i will money voice and stuff like that i know my black ass i'm too pretty to get beat up you ain't uh, pitching on me you ain't knocking me upside the what head you trying to say? yeah what you trying to say you trying to say all people getting beat up ain't pretty care <laughs> hmm? is that what you trying to say and they ugly out there that's why they getting beat up no i'm i'm too pretty no right I, I, I'm me not, personally i'm not, I'm not saying that I'm my just, skin regiment alone is me, just <laughs> right come on now i work too hard putting that mud mask on my face to keep these pimples down okay caddy you just digging it deeper the okay caddy fair you gonna come put your hand on my knee only here for the jamaica trips let's be right. clear That's <laughs> y'all, y'all know why i can y'all know why i showed up y'all can't see she has her hand on my knee and she's talking about <laughs> the enchanted the enchanted women that have taught her uh so many things yeah uh yeah anyway uh let's move on before karen digs a deeper hole let's move on to guess the race all right let's let's play some guess the race with these activists these upstanding business women uh, i gotta shake now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show go to cross all the podcast land we read a play news argument from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today leslie and marissa from safety pan box to guess the race and the chat room plays along and karen plays along now all races <clears throat> all right get your racism engine started uh five 
female family members are arrested after a horrifying video emerges of them beating up three women in a vicious waffle house brawl mm. were they smothered covered and chomped <laughs> the women have all been charged with disorderly conduct after causing a fight inside a waffle house in lancaster pennsylvania at about 2 45 a.m police arrested latonia d shivers 31 latonia latonia d shivers yeah deborah e shivers 56 mercedes d shivers 25 tanisha e shivers 37 the whole family and tonisha k shivers 37 they must be the twins um (laughs) authorities say the five women were filmed punching pulling hair and grappling with three other unidentified females the vicious fight broke out in the corner of the waffle house restaurant as staff took cover behind the counter it's 3 a.m. in a Waffle House. Come on. A fight come with the hash browns. Yeah, the staff <laughs> is going to take over. Somebody's food going to get burnt because as soon as yeah. they break it up, they're going to flip them eggs over and turn your pancakes over and be like, order up. Would you like that waffle with assault and battery? Because uh, <laughs> it comes with it on the house. On the house. The vicious fight. <laughs> I mean, the cell phone footage shows the women violently punching each other before some started throwing utensils and other items from the tables. A woman can be heard screaming, it's time to go, repeatedly, as the other women brawl. It's, it's go time. Police said an unidentified person called 911 to report the fight. Snitch. The, the footage, <laughs> snitching, right? I wonder who, <laughs> what, guess the race of that person. Hmm. The footage was. That would have been me disappointed because they ruined my breakfast. All I came was for the hash browns. I didn't, I didn't come for this. Karen would be snitching, wouldn't she? I, I, honey, I'm going to sing like a pigeon. God. I don't think that's right, bird. Take your hand off my knee, okay? You're just, <laughs> you're just, you're just making it worse. Uh, police said the unidentified person called 911 to report the fight. The footage was uploaded to Facebook and had already been viewed more than 106,000 times in less than 24 hours. Guess Ooh. the race, Karen. Black. Karen's going black. Surprising. Uh, what about you, Leslie? Uh, obviously, these are Katy Perry's empowered angels. <laughs> Oh Lord! Obviously, Marissa. Oh God, Marissa. What about you? Um, I'm going with accepted Bill Mayer's apology. Black. (laughs) Oh God! Mm -hmm. All right, let's check the chat room Mm -hmm. and see what these guys got. Um, let's see. Uh, La Negress is black. Empowered (laughs) Angels black. Not a daddy (laughs) to be found black. Oh, Oh. see. That is so bad. That that actually says more about the men, though. Uh, Joe, ah! <laughs> Joe Spacely says they came in with Popeyes to go with them waffles. Sh- ah! sh- Shivers family values uh, black. Uh, come on, buddy. I mean, black as fuck. Black, they also didn't tip. Oh, fine wine. You don't even go here. Uh, <laughs> I think that's my first time seeing you in the chat with the with the heat uh black mama getting in on the action yeah shiver me timbers black (laughs) waffle house visitor black jigaboos blacker than the women katie perry mocks in her videos black oh it hurts because it's true and they are they are they are all black you guys are right (laughs) 
i'm not gonna show the picture because we're doing a four screen guys but they they black and plus the picture is just of them tanisha what was one of their names they tanisha tonisha (laughs) they both 37 uh i i like that the family that uh throws them hands together bands together okay uh like you taking all us to jail right Woo. that that's a that when you don't know you about to be fighting five people that that is a surprise for your ass at three in the morning come on i'm not built for that fight Mm. uh all right let's see what else we got here um here's one um this happened in florida a florida woman uh (laughs) <laughs> a florida woman uh was busted after a booty call gone bad oh no a florida woman on a booty call quest showed up at her ex-boyfriend's home early yesterday morning and upon discovering another woman in his bed began to pummel the female victim in the head according to police cops say that christina joy rivera 27 had been sending her former beau text messages about wanting to come over and have sex. Rivera's ex, however, did not acknowledge the text messages. Now you, when the read received ain't even, how you just gonna go down there? <sighs> Rivera, uh, proceeded to the man's St. Petersburg residence at 5 a.m. And some, somehow forced her way into the home via the closed front door at the time. Ooh, so she broke in. Mm-hmm. They didn't lock their doors. Right. Uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. At St. Petersburg. Okay. 5 a.m. Okay. Ronald Cox. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> what? Ronald Cox. C-K-O. Oh, is it Coke? Like Coke Brothers. Oh, K- K-O-C-H. Is that pronounced Coke Brothers? Like Coke? I'm not sure. Ronald Koch. 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 Okay. Ronald Koch was laying in bed with his girlfriend, Julie Thomas. Oh, nigga so you came down there he got a it's not just that he ain't answer your text he got a whole other girlfriend and you came down his house right y'all don't go together no more police alleged that rivera without saying a word walked into the bedroom began repeatedly punching thomas in the face thomas a criminal complaint states was left bloody and with minor injuries to the face as a result of the attack during a police interview rivera denied assaulting thomas and claimed that she was invited over to the residence rivera a clearwater resident and mother of two yeah that's what she claimed uh clearweather resident and mother of two was arrested at 6 a.m on a felony charge of burglary and assault battery for which she pleaded not guilty she's locked up in advance of a june 13th bond hearing she has been ordered to have no contact with uh Koch or thomas her rap sheet includes prior convictions for marijuana possession drugs drunk driving possession of drug paraphernalia public urination theft and violation of probation karen guess the race of uh christina joy rivera Peeing in public white. Peeing in public white. All right. What about you, uh, Leslie? I'm going to say white passing Latina. Mm. What about you, uh, Marissa? Yeah, I'm with Leslie. I was gonna, I was gonna say only Latina when it when it's useful. White. Oh. All right, so Karen, you went what? What'd you go? White. Okay, they you went white, and they went Latina passing for white. All right, let's check the chat room and see what uh, these guys got to say with their racist asses. Uh, wait, how do I got to scroll up? Uh, did you already oh, ask? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. Let me scroll up a bit. Sorry, guys. Sometimes it gets a little buggy this late. Um, where where is it? I don't, oh, here it is they said booty call not uncooked cutlets called fiery latina 
oh lord so, miley cyrus is shaking in her underwear guys with you saying <laughs> stuff like just rolling in her grave uh so, somebody can't come get somebody come get elian gonzalez's tia latina <laughs> it's like he got hit with a bag of oranges and a bottle of windex latina damn she used oh. that water from her back to sneak into the door latino <laughs> use an express smuggler to get to her boyfriend's house latina oh. ilian's cuban cousin now trump gonna deport her latina uh hispanic side note she was on the phone with one of the shiver <laughs> sisters asking for backup a girl we we in some at, at, at waffle house we let me call you back uh got past the locked door like it was the mexican border <laughs> come on stay woke latinas creeping oh <laughs> uh, uh knows how to wrap a mean burrito latina fake ass <laughs> enchanting angel white she got her mother's middle name and her last name but she passed it for white latina the correct answer is and leslie and marissa you both got it right she not just latina white passing latina you guys mm. knocked it out the park let me give you a clap it's, 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 you know, it's white people who try to claim a poc card when mm. it's convenient very yeah. much so i'll tell you one thing if i was in the group i had the most vile thing to write but i can't say it on the air so just saying smart that's that's a smart move now you could have just typed it in the chat and i would have read it but uh yeah but then you probably would have said it was me still see I oh yeah that's true like, i would i probably would have yeah that's a good point you would have had to be like don't say who it's from uh <laughs> all right uh and karen forever. karen went with just regular white i get the booze ain't no regular white rivera she got them booby smashed together in that picture. I was gonna say my favorite thing about this is that the picture they put wasn't her mugshot, but her Facebook picture. Right. And then lower in the lower in the article is her mugshot. Like so, the mugshot's in there, but it's like even the smoking gun was like, you guys, you gotta see these titties. I'm sorry. Like I know, <laughs> journalistic integrity aside, guys, you're gonna want to see this one first. You got you got to look up here first. Yeah, Facebook's changing everything, man. You do a crime now, they gonna go to your Facebook page, put that shit out. I don't know which pick they're going to use for me. I hope they use mine where I have my ghetto braids in and I've got the shirt that says sipping on white tears and I'm drinking a glass of water. That's the one I hope they use. I kind of want... It's been memed by so many in the alt-right. It's great. I kind of want them to use my picture when I'm humping that plant outside of uh, uh, cowfish, but I doubt they'll do it. I doubt they'll use that one. But apparently, in addition to... Uh, <laughs> whatever crime it was he also yeah, likes yeah. to fuck trees yeah yeah trees <laughs> yeah uh, he's a Nature menace sexual. <laughs> yeah. if, if you see this man uh cover your ferns uh be on the lookout <laughs> uh all right uh la- let's get to the bonus round guys where's my bonus round music uh here we go <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race for the bonus round to guess the race. So far, Leslie and Marissa, uh, I think they're two for two and Karen's one and one. So we'll see how they end up. Karen had to go out on a limb with that white. Mm-hmm. You were that close. That was some white shit. You were close though. 
you know a lot of people would try to judge you for that but gotta say you were actually pretty close uh let me go find an old one let me see something different um <laughs> um what no not that one let's do oh here's one it's got some some murder and intrigue type shit uh apparently a drug debt was the motive in a kidnapping plot involving st louis entrepreneur fed say a drug debt kind of miami vice shit is going on in st louis mm, man we're in white after labor day i see <laughs> a maplewood man was kidnapped and beaten in november because of a drug debt to a st louis entrepreneur and his associates according to court testimony monday uh the testimony also revealed for the first time that the plotters allegedly discussed killing the victim by chopping him up or wrapping him in plastic and shooting him oh okay five people including entrepreneur todd beckman were i i indicted last month on kidnapping and other charges in the case they have all pled pleaded not guilty until recently beckman was president and chief executive of bam brands which owns tanco exit exist fitness massage lux and age management company life exist uh and the x's in there are not ex's all the big capital x uh monday's court testimony from brent nanny a task force officer from the dea came during a hearing in the u.s district court in st louis called by beckman co-defendant carrie rose of fenton who is seeking to be released on bond before the trial nanny's testimony was based on an investigation and statements made by beckman and a co-defendant nanny's discussed elements of the alleged plot that emerged in charging documents in early december but added details the documents say that brothers blake and caleb Lawbinger, both of pacific attacked the victim in his home and subdued him blake lawminger called beckman and told him that they had the victim and beckman responded that they should take him to the spot meanwhile blake lawminger's house in pacific nanny uh oh meaning his house in pacific okay as the victim was being taken to pacific in the backseat of a pickup he became afraid for his life he hopped into the front seat attacked the driver kicked the steering wheel caused the truck to spin out but not crash once at blake lawminger's home in pacific the victim was zip tied and duct taped to a pole in the basement then beaten and kicked and shocked with a taser the next day damn neck jesus this is a plot the next day he was taken to a shipping container on beckman's property in fenton shipping container this is some miami right shit i'm trying to tell you who just has a shipping container on their property and hell for another night nanny said that rose helped to set up cables that held the victim in the shipping container yo they really thought they had liam neeson dog uh nanny testified that rose suggested chopping up the victim or wrapping him in plastic and shooting him beckman actually bought the plastic and a heat gun uh nanny said the kidnappers also sought to take the victim's car as a way to reduce some of the debt he said finally after the kidnappers were paid twenty-seven thousand dollars by relatives the man was taken to st louis tanco van to van to gravois bluffs shopping center area and released nanny said that the motive was drug money the victim owed money to one of the lawmakers who got marijuana from beckman nanny also said that the lawmaker brothers had attacked the victim in a prior incident seeking the money during the hearing rose lawyer paul de grossa asked the u.s magistrate judge noel collins to release rose on bond before trial de grossa said rose denies the charges and believes the accusations are not accurate oh, what could the fucking inaccuracy be 
hey man they tied me up beat me tased me put me in a shipping container they fucking extorted twenty seven thousand dollars from my family your honor that's not entirely accurate and uh i'm gonna think you i think you need to let my client go on his own cognizance so. we actually used a blue extension cord yeah of it was more so. like twenty six thousand nine hundred seventy five dollars so and 50 cents yeah so i i, I think <laughs> The defense, the, the the prosecution is rounding up, Your Honor. I think you need to let my man go. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> uh, Grosser said the victim in the case didn't know Rose and couldn't pick him out of a lineup. The statements that both Beckman and the co-defendant reportedly made to the police were a self-serving attempt to blame others. Rose also has health problems that are making his jail stay difficult. Oh, that that poor guy. I got asthma. I really need to be let go. Assistant U.S. Attorney John Davis responded by saying that Rose was a flight risk and could face 37 years in prison if convicted. At the end of the hearing, Collins said that she would take the issue under advisement. Rose's friends and relatives declined to comment uh, outside the courtroom, as did Dad Grosser. Uh, all right. Guess the race of, what is this dude's name? Todd Beckman. White. Karen's going with white. All right. What about you, Marissa? Isn't racist, but white nigger white but white what i said isn't racist but likes to say nigger white mm, oh uh, that old house nigger todd beckman uh yeah. <laughs> what about you leslie uh loving day march organizer white oh, oh. Mm, organizer leading the parade hmm i think someone's got their in- next interview white oh his favorite show is the wire white the, the shade he gonna unfollow me the t the 27 grand came from generational wealth white the fast and the furious paul walker white a nigga would just did a drive-by and the gun turned on the side white Aww. black folks ain't got time to babysit someone they got to kill white white <laughs> lethal weapon plot the only thing missing is a middle-aged black cop saying i'm too old for this shit white the whitest name in the history of white's white see this would not have happened at the tyrone shopping plaza this entrepreneur is white acted out of acted out of economic anxiety on some soprano shit white becky beckman white uh product was the same color as his kids white uh (laughs) watching too much dexter jew white jew white was anyway he is white white, white. i don't even know how jew got in there but they white. And I'll put his picture in the chat. Like I said, uh, I can't uh, take care of our screen, but here you guys go. He was white as fuck, though. Uh, all right. Last thing, guys. Got to talk about sword ratchetness. Uh, oh, he a do-bro. Yeah. Well, I think he owned all those. You know, all that stuff I named were all, like, fitness things. Uh, right. You know. You said it had, like, the letter X. Yeah, yeah. it's like, life X this, X so-and-so fitness, like it sounds like he was yeah, one of these like old model dude bro yeah it sounds like a plot from fargo like ah. it's, it's so weird anyway all right uh sword ratchet this time free him and give him twenty seven thousand dollars to his family um <laughs> police so it's never good when he start with that 
I know, just police. <laughs> the first sentence in any article that starts, police. That's never ends. There's always some shit the police said about you. Uh, <laughs> police, son arrested for threatening father with sword. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. a 21-year-old man was arrested after he pulled a sword causing his father to brandish a gun during a, mm, well gun does trump sword during ah! a family disturbance uh justin anders was arrested at the police were called to uh travis street before 6 p.m where a son and the father were allegedly holding each other at weapon point now see that ain't number love that's the only thing kept your daddy from pulling the trigger and killing your ass because no way it should be a standoff if i got a gun and you got a sword right yeah you're getting shot yeah that's love right there because my daddy i'm gonna tell you right now my dad would have i would have been in the paper be like pow that nigga was crazy <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll make another one he went bad somewhere i don't know what happened uh you know that's your son that's what they say um the two became involved in family disturbance when the 48 year old father told his son to leave the house when police showed up they spoke with the victim the father of the suspect and determined that the father wanted his son out and asked for his keys uh martin said that is when the argument got heated if he wants you out the house what is a sword gonna do bruh what was the plan well i got this sword now you can stay uh that's when the argument got heated and started damaging property in the home by punching oh guess the race right um <laughs> <laughs> punching holes in the wall white uh by the way anyone else confused he is white uh the father <laughs> tried to stop anders from damaging the property pushing him away from the wall anders fell after the push anders runs over grabs a sword pulls it on his dad martin said in the process the father gets a hand on the sword simultaneously takes a gun out and points it at anders oh he was ready oh yeah yeah if you ain't uh if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready Mm -mm. (laughs) dad was walking around like oh that's why i brought this uh a neighbor who planned to meet anders father overheard the commotion and intervened martin said the disturbance was contained when police arrived and no one was hurt during the incident police arrested anders on set on first degree felony charges aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and he remains in mcclellan county jail under bond list for twenty five thousand dollars and when he gets out he ain't got nowhere to stay Mm -mm. (laughs) ain't going back with daddy what a dumbass crime dog but just another day in the life of these sword wielding motherfuckers guys uh instead of swords why don't you guys pick up some safety pins mm-hmm. okay uh by the way Better, what pick up some safety pin boxes uh no i was just gonna say safety pins what happened to those <laughs> well, remember <laughs> y'all don't remember they was gonna wear safety pins and then when negroes was in distress we was gonna get saved by the safety pin white people yo rod somebody rolled up on our facebook page commenting what was this spb kids leslie and they're mm-hmm. like how they're like, how about you teach your kids that safety pins are just performative allyship? This was a white person. Instead of instead of encouraging them to wear pins, and me and Leslie commented, we're like, so you just didn't even look. Didn't you just read. you just didn't even read what two black women are creating. That happens so. <laughs> you want to be woke so bad. <laughs> that happens so often, man. It's it's really. Look, man. God bless the work y'all doing, man. Y'all deal with these white folks. So that we don't have to, and I'm glad y'all getting these coins. Yeah, y'all allow me the freedom to be on the microphone, just be mad at them. Yeah, like y'all, y'all out there doing a lot of uh, good work, man. And uh, like I said, I love you guys. Y'all really uh, Mm -hmm. inspire us very much. Um, And y'all have so much integrity that y'all navigate uh, all this shit with. And it's uh, an honor to know y'all. 
Uh, oh, we love you guys too. And also, more importantly, I feel like we need to, right quick before we leave, we need to create a space um, where we could just talk about how excited we are to go to Jamaica with and leave Rod out because he's getting, you know, cut leave out. So. And also, so. just so because Sterling's going, so we had this idea to do an uh, impromptu podcast while we're in Jamaica called the Better Half Podcast. It would be me <laughs> and Karen Sterling, and we'd just be stunting on these hoes. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't, fun. I'm the only one in this house with a passport right now, so, uh, I hope it works out, guys. I hope it works out. If not, <laughs> yes. I will, I'll take the tickets. I'll, I'll go. Y'all, if y'all, if this I, has been a if I have to, okay. I'll buy my own tickets. I'll get my own room. I'll just be taking pictures in Jamaica, like from afar and shit. Like I'll be making it look like I'm with y'all, but the selfie's just gonna be me, like fifty feet away. Like, look, they at the beach, and I'm here too. Karen, wish you was here. All right, we about we're to like get climbing over the gate to our gated property. Right. <laughs> hey guys, hey, go bla- go black women. <laughs> All right, man, we got we got to go because we about to get cut off anyway. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Bossy Ickby, man. Can't wait to talk to her. Uh, until then, no. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>